You are about to experience the corpse cast. We would advise any listener who may be ill, pregnant, or of weak constitution to reconsider listening to the show for fear of an onset of health issues related to encountering bouts of pure shock or fright. For those who wish to continue, just remember to avoid fainting. Keep repeating, it's only a podcast, only a podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 27 of the Corpse Cast. I'm Mike, and we got one mean mother effer over there named Shane Diablo. What's up, man? Doodly bop, bop. Hi. Dude, this is a little bit different than what we're used to doing. This is a Thursday night, man. Yeah, Thursdays instead of Fridays. Plus, we, we, let's just say we started getting ready for this episode a little bit early. Yeah. We were contemplating life and the universe and, and everything. It was awesome. We were talking religion and politics and, and all sorts of things that only best buddies can talk about. Glam rock and everything. It's well, wait, that's what I said. Religion. Yeah. Well, of course. All right, man. So what's yeah. going on? Just same old thing every week, every day, same thing. Dude, you know what? Like I always say, if something is, is changed, if something is different, it's usually a bad thing, so that's good to hear. Exactly. Yeah, but you broke down on your route, on, on work on Monday, right? I yeah. mean, broke down for a few minutes in my truck. They put a new turbo in there. It's kind of bummed, but then they went, "Hey, it's everything's going to be okay." Just like, just like with 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 this podcast. So I said, "Can I keep trucking?" And they said, "Yeah, keep on truck trucking, on, baby." The guy said, "Truck on, dude, <laughs> truck on." Awesome, dude. Well, okay, so we got a couple of things to talk about yeah. you know, before we get into this episode, really. Uh, the first thing I want to talk about is, uh, first of all, everybody, hopefully, well, not everybody, because, <laughs> um, I don't know, because it's disgusting, but we threw on the audio of uh, the Exiled Sandwich Cadaver Indies uh, Bet Loss th- video. Yeah. We threw on that audio, but I just want to let everybody know that the video is coming out this weekend. My family's going out of town. They're going on a vacation with the in-laws and whatnot, and I, I'm going to be basically a bachelor this week, man. Yeah. Ergo, Mike's not going to wimp out. He's going to put the video I'm gonna up. Pu- I am going to put the video you up. You still I'm- owe us the, the rib sandwich. You still oh, owe no. us the guitars. Do you know what I had so, for lunch today? What? Two rib sandwiches. Did you bring them from home? Well, I ate at home. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I came home early. Oh, man, because I'll tell you what, my, my middle son's starting kindergarten and all sorts of fun stuff, so I came home and ate it, and it was like, oh, man, this is what life's all about, baby. Took him off to school for his first day. I shed a tear or two. Okay, don't 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 look at me that Burping way. Burping up rib sandwich and everything. You were just like, <laughs> there goes my boy. Uh, oh, I'm so proud of the little guy. Absolutely, man. They grow up fast. Yeah, I'll tell you what though. So we're gonna be, I'm gonna be putting out that video this weekend. Okay, assured, you will see that video. I don't know, Shep. I'm not gonna put it on YouTube. I'll probably just put it on uh, just Cadaver put it Lab. On the group. Yeah. Oh yeah, and I'll, I'll, uh, I'll link it on the group and stuff like that, so you can see all the 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 tasty goodness that uh, happened that night. Yeah. Which is rough. And you're gonna put the uh, film of what you were actually watching while you're eating. Yes, in the yes, corner. yes. I'm gonna go ahead and put up sl- the, the 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 part of slaughtered vomit dolls that was going on in the background because yeah, yeah. I will never watch that movie 
other than I'm gonna I'm gonna have to do some uh, pretty heavy editing too because it's pretty raunchy, <laughs> you know. Well, why edit it though? That's that, I was gonna ask you that. Why edit that? Well, here here's what I'm gonna edit. Well, I guess you're right. Is uh, it offensive to anyone? I mean, it's like, hey, warning! Can't you put like in the thing? Well, the warning bar- before you hit play. Maybe. Maybe, but the, the barfing, route. the barfing part's not that, you know, weird or whatever, but I mean, afterwards there's like some like bug naked stripping and all that stuff. And blah, that's blah, blah, like blah. awesome. Put that <laughs> right. in there. Right, I'd listen. rather you cut the goddamn vomiting part out <laughs> and put the naked lady. Well, I'll tell you stuff. what, if I don't do any editing or anything like that, if I don't, if I don't do any content editing, it's going to make my job a lot easier. So I would maybe say I'll just do don't that. edit. All just right. put it in a corner and, uh, you know, warning, Mike eating an egg salad sandwich and slaughter vomit dolls should be yeah. a good, you know, yeah, that's, you're pro- that's you're the probably indicator right. to go, uh, I'm going to go ahead and not hit play on Well, that. and plus people, for for the some of the feedback that we've got from uh, the people who just listened to it, it's uh, apparently pretty gnarly, so <laughs> we're... Uh, I was laughing my ass off. I thought it was hilarious. Well, I haven't, I haven't listened to it again because I'll tell you what, I went home that night and my stomach was, I was telling you, my stomach was sour all, all freaking night long. Oh, yeah. Dude, was, just hearing you gag like that. Oh, it was rough. Oh, shit, dude. I enjoyed the <laughs> hell out of it. You're a mean son of a bee, dude. What, whatever. Thank you. Um, I also wanted to bring up, dude, uh, there's a little something going on that I think that is going to be brought up a little bit because we had a call come in that uh, pimps us a little bit better. Uh-huh. But I wanted to bring up, I know you're too shy to bring it up, but the, the Die Monster Die Kickstarter, man, what do we got? How many days have we got? We got, I think, 15, seven, days, 15, 15 days? days or something like that, 15, 14 days to go. 4,000 we've raised, almost 4,000. And they need two, what, what two grand left. $2,000 left to raise. And the thing is, is people, it's going to be awesome. Go to, you know what we got to do is, is just put a link up on the site, man. Yeah, Kickstarter.com. Search Die Monster Die. All one word, one word, and you'll see it. And you can five dollars for the for the for five bucks. You can't even get a shitty fast food meal. Well, listen, Gracie's Poppy, Gracie's Poppy brought up a great point. He brought up a great point that right now, if everybody on just on the Facebook group, which is a small portion of of downloads that we get every week, right? um, If they if they donated ten bucks, you know that's that. There you go. That's it. They're done. And my dreams are happy. So listen. Yeah, we can make a new album. We'll freaking take five bucks from all you listeners out there who aren't on, you know, who who, even if you're not on the Facebook group and whatever, donate the five bucks, and there you go, man. Five bones, easy. But yeah, and that's not without reward because every single person that donates five dollars gets a digital copy of the album when it we, comes out. Basically so, all we're all we're doing is we're donating to get your your guys's you guys in the studio yeah. recording this thing. Yeah. And that's the what si- it's all about, man. The entire man. six grand is to put out vinyl mm-hmm. and everything else. But for five dollars you get a digital copy. When we record it and release it, it's there. It's yours. All right. Yeah. And and if you donate two hundred dollars, you're Actual face is in the artwork of the vinyl on the record. Wow! Yeah, five. Wow, hundred bucks. I think my face. Two hundred. Yeah, your face. Wow. You. We, we're going. You to don't want that at all. You <laughs> into the artwork on the vinyl. Oh, that'll be awesome, dude. Think about it. That's all I'm saying. All, all I'm saying is that you give a little bit, you get a lot, and there you go. And they're not trying to make a million bucks off this. They're just trying to get in there and make a record, man. Do it. That's yeah. what. That's what it's all about. Um, two words for you though. Changing subjects. Two words for you. Next Wednesday, Iron Maiden. Iron effing freaking 
maiden. I got, I got in the house. I got to tell you something though, dude. Woo, 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 woo. My sister's gonna be there, so I got to be on my best behavior. Yeah. Well, we can take care of that. What, what do you mean? To, well, how, how are you gonna take care well, of that? Well, I'm what? just saying. You know, we'll we'll. You watch you know, me. You'll make sure we'll, that we'll I'm, keep an eye on you. Okay. We'll keep you away from the you know the supply cart or anything <laughs> like that. You know. We'll slap your hands. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Because listen, people. I mean. I don't know how many times I've, I've, I don't even know if I've mentioned this on the show. Listen, this is my alter ego, okay, people? This is my alter ego Dude, on the show. Iron Maiden. We yeah, will I gotta, be I gotta let it the next go. night. Yeah, we will. And we'll be able to, well, hopefully we're not too deaf to record, but the two things that I just can, I hope happen. Yeah. Is. I want like, dude. I love fucking Iron Maiden. Yeah, I, love I know. You and do. I want to hear awesome. Churchill's thing. We okay. will fight on the hills. We will fight on their own. Right. We will never surrender. And I want to hear Aces High first song. Oh shit, dude! And this will be the first time I've ever seen Bruce Dickinson because really? I saw Maiden before, but it was when uh, No Way Chug Chuggerstein was singing for him. <laughs> So this is like, holy shit, this is Maiden right here. I'm stoked. Dude, next week is, is going to be a kick-ass week, man. Oh, I'm yeah. just I'm just saying. The family's out of town. I'm basically batching it. I'm going to be able to hang out with my buddies and try to avoid my sister at the concert. And, Dude, you know. how cool is that, though, to go, family's out of town, you're bachelorizing yourself. That's right, baby. And the middle of the week, iron fucking Maiden. You know what's town. great, too? Dude, is, is I've... I've taken Thursday and Friday off next week too, so I'm not even working. I'm I'm done working. I'm sure somebody out there has had it like a dream like that. Like, <laughs> and I'm living it. The hell out of I'm here! I'm living it. Maiden. <laughs> you know, it's it, it's all it's it's all just a big coincidence that it worked out this way. But I'll tell you what, man, it's gonna be great. Yeah, looking forward to it. Looking, oh man, I haven't looked forward to this to anything like this. Well, since a couple weeks ago when the padded room came up, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so so but that's old news. That's old. That's old this news. This is new news, right? But uh, by the way, Shane has a great idea to uh, commemorate to commemorate the padded room's uh, visit to Salt Lake City. Oh by, yeah, yeah. And he told me about it, and he says he's too lazy to do it. But I'm going to work on him, and uh, we're going to get some pics. Well, for we're going to be. I think. Aren't we going to just meet up at Bert's before? Oh, oh, on Wednesday? On Wednesday. On we well, well, here's the thing. We all talked about how uh, multiple mics took a shit. I'm talking about that right. picture, the eight, right. eight and a half. Listen, you get that. You get that a picture of, of multiple mics. You know, we, we, we put, put it put in, a, in a I frame. I took a shit here. <laughs> and from what I hear, he's doing okay, which is surprising to me. Yeah. I, I would have figured there would be some necrosis of the ass on that or something. Take a take a nice eight by ten picture of uh, multiple mics. Uh-huh. I've got. I took a shit here, right below. I'll it. tell you what. That will become. That will become Bert's lore. But I'm talking about hang it right above the toilet and leave it there forever. <laughs> Yo, not just oh, put it up. And you think Bert's is going to take it down? No, no they're not no, going to take it down. It'll stay right. There. Oh yeah, yeah, forever. And uh, wow, maybe it's a little too early, but I'm. But there's some coming up next month. Or wait, in September. September. Yes. Mm, people. Ooh, a treat. Ooh, but we're gonna we're gonna hold that off. It all. Let's just put it this way: it deals with birds, it deals with die monster die, and that's and that's all we'll give you. That's, Even though that's that's yeah. that's most the the yeah, yeah. the mystery there. Yeah, <laughs> we could throw Comcast in there too. Well, and what about and what about PBRs for and free PBRs uh, for yeah. PBR? Because listen, dude, they're cheap as shit. Yeah. You know, and we'll okay, whatever. Delicious. I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Well, what do I know? Right? Who knows? Yeah. Whatever. You don't up, know up mine. You don't know anything. Well, up mine. Okay, just do that. What the f? 
Exactly, exactly. So, okay, so do you got anything else? Because, uh, I mean, basically, we're here, episode 27, we're going to be talking about a band called The Other. Yes. Who is from Germany. Who the who now who is it that runs Fiendforce Records? Who's a member of the band? His name is Thorsten Wilms. Now AKA Rod Usher, lead singer okay. for Oh, the he's other. the lead singer. Good. Good. Das, awesome stuff. Dawson Schneider. Da, listen, th- th- you know how you, you understand that, right? You're from Germany. Yeah, I was I was just gonna das say we talked about the Danes. Was the last episode that we did uh ah. that we did uh, uh the Volbeat and now we're talking about my kid. Sch- my Schor- my people, Schor- the the Germans, okay. Ah. Who uh who uh yeah, didn't didn't work out in the Euro Cup, but whatever. We'll we'll just skip past get that. Over, get over sports that. and shit, you know. Come on. Get we, over. we don't talk about sports here, do we? Get get over that. Okay. Get over well I'm still I'm still crying a little bit. But so we're going to be talking about their other and the, and and what was their album called that we're going to be talking about? New this Blood, New Blood from twenty or sorry for yeah from twenty ten, um, and then we're going to be talking about a movie from nineteen ninety called Brain Dead. But let's do this. Let's go ahead and get into some voicemails. Uh, we got quite a few to get through. Uh, let's see. The question of the episode was: If you can take one director's movies with you during a zombie apocalypse again, we're throwing out all logistics and whatever. If you could choose one. You know, directors, movies, one of their libraries to take with you, and that's all you could watch for quite a while. Who would you take? So why don't we do this? Why don't we go ahead and fire this baby up and get into some voicemails? Sounds good. All right, folks. um, Just so you know, we had a little technical difficulties uh, this episode, meaning that I forgot the power cord to one of the laptops that we bring to do uh, voicemails. So Shane... Yeah, I'm I'm recording right now. So basically, Shane's going to hit that shit, and he's going to run over and put on the... Uh, put put on his headphones. We're gonna go for it because uh, I'm too big of a dumbass. Mike Shane, what's up, uh, Alan? Alan. Uh, Alan? Which director would whose work would I out. take? That's right, baby. Zombie apocalypse. This is a good question. It comes down quality over quantity. Who? Uh, who? Maybe the only director who's who has made the carp. Who, every film I have liked has <laughs> been uh, Rob Zombie. I know that's only six. Six movies, if you count. You know, it feels bad Salem, is I can't pause it right now because I would love I to pause it. coming to an animal, steal me a print of Lords of Salem. Right. And I've liked all six of his, or all five of his movies that I've seen. Um, and plus, I figure I've got that 68, 70, 78 stash of all the horror flicks. So, yeah, I'm good. Like I said, it came down to quality. Oh, so he's quantity. talking about stash and I'd shit. I'd rather have five movies I know I love. <laughs> so you're cheating, Alan. Alan, no cheating. You know, 30 movies and hate all of them but five. Plus, like I said, it's still that working print of Lord's Say. Right. Have a good one. Bye. All right, so dude, okay, so I wanted to pause it because here's the thing. I was As I was going over this, I thought Rob Zombie to myself. I thought, you know, Rob Zombie, um, you know, I... I'm one of these guys that don't hate the the, the Halloween remake, and I okay. I didn't really care for Halloween two very much, but that's because the girls in that were really annoying. But the bottom line is, is I think the guy's got some. He's got a he's got a vision, and he's got. He, I mean, he's an artist almost. You know, he's got, he, here's my thing with Rob Zombie. Yeah, he's an artist. Yeah, he's a talented horror director. Uh-huh. Yeah, he knows what he's doing. Right, but you don't. Put out one or two movies and then go for the Halloween remakes. You, you, well, put you out, take what's come to you, put, dude. Now, you, All you right. hold that on that sweet tit. You, you do six, seven movies. You put out Lords of Salem. You put out and you go look at this res, you know, All resume right. of delicious that I've done. And dude, I'll tell you, 
regardless if those movies, whether you like them or you hate them, uh-huh. Halloween, Halloween, two, sure. you're dead. Uh-huh. If he would have waited and he would have put out seven badass or I, pretty I good totally, movies, I totally agree with you. And went, da-da-da, Rob Zombie's Halloween would have been way bigger. Well, and but the- I think you're... He's he's selling himself short by getting into all this remake shit. I agree. Right out of the I gate. Agree. And and you know that could be um the thing is is I was he actually came up to on you know when I was thinking about this who I would choose and whatnot, he came up on it. But the thing is is his library's not big enough for me. Right. Yet, quite yet. There there are masters out there who, you know, have some misses and, and stuff like that. However, they've still made, you know, twenty movies that are awesome. But anyway, wanna go ahead and start the yeah. other one? Yeah. So he's gonna put the headphones down, people. He's gonna walk over oh, look at that sweet ass. He's gonna go ahead and double click on. Wow, this is this is really amateur. It's amateur hour, dude. Oh God, so good to hear Sam again. Oh, Jake the Snake, Missy oh, Bobby Bear voice, man. Oh, I'm so disappointed he never got to hear my voicemail about something that could top his uh grape fruit juice. What was I believe. it? What was it? <laughs> Story, Michig. Yeah, about the semen and grapefruit yeah, juice and shit. Nobody else got to hear it too. I'm not going like, to go into details, but oh, okay. it involved animals. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> A grapefruit juice animal—they're awesome. <laughs> is that—is that all we had from him? He called back. If he did, all right. Well, so what? Take yeah, one. Run, 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 dude. So he's got to run across the room. God, this is really this is really embarrassing, folks. But you didn't have to cut me off. Oh, yeah, he cut him he off. Cut yeah, him off yeah. What the what the hell? Boy? Call me on the bone, but don't uh, cut off. Finish my thoughts. Uh, yeah, I've been listening to a bunch of Cadaver Lab just just for the memories, you know. I love it. <laughs> I love it, but huh? you know, stories of my just mind. for the memories. Uh, what, uh, Mike? I know there was a little situation that kind of got most of the uh, episodes wiped out. But, mm, is there a way to kind of know what episodes I'm going to be listening See, to? See, I really wish I could pause it right now. Episode 67, yes, but, 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 now. No, no, don't pause it. You know, okay. I don't mind taking a random shot in the dark to which episodes I'm listening to. No, because Zach sent me all the details nice. of all the episodes, I but I haven't gone through and know, updated them yet. That's my thing. And, oh, what was the... Other one, uh, I'll, I'll other end up doing it one day. Moment, I want to yeah. see again. Escapes me now. I know it's more recent. Oh, kills me. <laughs> okay, now time for the uh, question of the episode. All right, it's here, brother. Uh, director whose whole filmography I would take with me for a zombie apocalypse. It's kind of hard to say. I mean, you know, I mean, no, this is a I tough one for me. Like too. something. Whenever I do these kind of voicemails to answer questions, I like mine to be different just so you can have a different perspective. But, oh, my Doesn't thoughts, yeah. Lucio Fulci is one of my new favorite directors. Oh, yeah, but, dude. Yeah, most of his later work, Cancel Yeah, but he made 100 movies. And I do like uh, some other guys like Darren Lynn Mousman, Eli Roth, okay. Aja. But, you know, they're still kind of new. And, you know, their selection of movies... You know, they, they have a slim selection of movies right now. That's what I'm saying about Rob Zombie. So, uh, you know, I'm going to go with the 
answer that I'm sure will be answered by many other people. Frickin' Carpenter, man. Yep. I mean, what more do I have to say? No, you don't. <clears throat> Halloween, the thing, Prince of Darkness. The they Fog, live. Escape from New York. I could go on the and fog. on. Yep. All right. So I don't get cut off again. I'll just leave it right here. Bye-bye. <laughs> All right, man. <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, That's a hard one to go wrong with, though, if you think about it. Yeah. You know, I mean, Carpenter is pretty solid. All right. He's a badass. All right, next one. I'm leaving. He, <laughs> this is... Oh, gosh. Tow truck. Uh, tow truck. Hey, guys. Brian Tow Truck. Brian Tow Truck. He introduced himself. calling in to uh, tell you yeah. about my fucking weird-ass urban legends. My dad used to fuck with me <laughs> with when I was a little kid. First off, let me preface by saying fucking great goddamn time, Friday the 13th. Yeah, did we that mention that? That was probably great. the most fun I've had, I don't know, in a couple days anyway. Uh, oh, great you silly guy. The guys from the padded room were a bunch of fucking fun. The show was a fucking blast, as usual. Oh, yeah, baby. It never sucks, but sometimes <laughs> it's way better than fucking others. Oh, um, yeah. But I did have a great fucking time, as I'm sure you did, because, well, Indeed. I felt it. And, you uh, probably saw my erection, too. Yeah, I mean, I've just been really fucking busy. I hope I'm not too late to actually get in time. You guys Obviously, you made it. I'm drinking, doing the fucking show right now. Let's do it, dude. Anyway, <laughs> um, cut the fucking chase here. Let's talk about some fucking weird dick. urban legends. Let's do it. I guess they wouldn't really be urban legends in my case since I grew up kind of in the sticks, little fucking farm town. Um, we were right in the foothills of uh, of the mountains here on the Wasatch Front. Nice, dude. And so... We went camping quite a bit, as you can imagine, you know, dad and his drunk friends, well, they loved to fuck with us kids, <laughs> and they would tell us, uh, they would tell us about the furry bird, the furry fucking bird, okay? Furry bird? is like... You heard of that? In no. description, it's a lot like Bigfoot, <laughs> but it's kind of short and fat. Just big, sort of fat, hairy thing, but it's not a big, big foot. It's like a little big foot, right? It's like an Ewok. But this thing, you know, would raid camps and fucking... How can you be scared of Wicket? Like, eat kids and shit like that. Wicket would never eat a kid. And, uh, you know, they would, of course, come over, rattle your tent at night, shit like that. <laughs> bucket. But, uh, yeah, you know, that one didn't really last long. That works on little kids. Little kids kind of, you know, after a minute they get wise. Their dad's an asshole, and <laughs> his buddies are too, and they're fucking pumping you. Did he just say R2? So he, he's got a Star Wars motif but that going one on was, here. Yeah, you know, pretty funny. The furry furry. <laughs> wanders the woods with a short, fat, fucking Bigfoot thing. I can't believe you're scared of Wicked. I think, you know, because we live in the mountains, it was a little bit more believable because there was some weird shit out there. Well, yeah, there's always weird shit in the mountains for sure. You still there? He's not. He's not still there, dude. Oh, let's go okay. finish that. Shane's got to run over to the computer, guys, again. And I'm not going to edit any of this out. I really, I apologize. Well, isn't that fucking nice? The <laughs> phone, phone, cut me off. Because you're boring. To me very often. <laughs> oh, did I say that? Anyway, so yeah, I'm pass the Bigfoot out. thing. 
that shit was kind of wild. Um, That's a JK. Back on track, though. There was More another one they liked to tell us in particular um, that was kind of you know a what? little bit more believable to us. They would tell By the way, he called in while we were recording Jew. last week. And he the did. wandering Jew. I remember, was, yeah. Uh, a hermit that had you know, decided he was going to take his habitation up in the canyons there and live in the caves. It was quite plausible because there were a lot of caves in the area. Absolutely. Sure. So the wandering Jew would... Uh, the wandering Jew? Would, you know, come in, raid camps and steal shit and things like that and occasionally carve Why was he you know, Jewish? Child or something like that. Why would a Jewish um, guy do that? And again, they did their level best to uh, you know, fake incidents and scare the hell out of us. And for the most part, it worked. And, uh, funny thing about that one is it turned out to be somewhat true. Uh, what? And kind of racist. There was a long story involved, but there was a, a guy who had years ago. He'd been long dead uh, by the time I was a kid. But he'd taken refuge in one of the caves up there. Schmeckle Schmores. I guess that's where their little legend came from. They're not s'mores when you're you guys do. do what you can to scare the holy kids out of your kids whatever you can, whenever you can. And that one certainly did it for me. You know, as far as urban legends go, that a lot of them are quite hokey and bullshit nowadays that for some reason I think uh, people are too cynical these days to enjoy urban legends just enjoy it because it was more fun more interesting I don't know it's it's kind of hard to uh, to articulate because so because the smoke the weed I thought weed smokers articulate that's when I come up with my best stuff dude Hillbilly legends, I guess you could say. And, uh, guys, I love you. Well, we love you too, Brian. Great time with you Absolutely. guys once again. Always. Can't wait to see you. Um, Sooner than you think, brother. Next time. Yes, indeed. That's it, I guess. Hot titties. All that, right, there you go. Okay, so so Shane's gonna run over real quick. Go ahead and do it. Go ahead and do it. Wolfman. Hey there, Corpcast. It's the Wolfman again. This time with sixty percent fewer funny voices. Oh wait, wait, wait. maybe sixty percent. Not a bad question. The episode this week, Mike. And what? as much as part of me actually likes good films and wants to say Clive Barker, Guillermo del Toro, or John Carpenter, yes, and actually maintain my credibility as somebody with some modicum of good taste. I'm going to have to go ahead and say Roger Corman on this one. Oh, dude, Corman. Well, what about his production? One if you can count his productions, too. With me during the zombie apocalypse, it just has to be Corman. Yeah, sure, there's a ton of lousy stuff in there, but he's got some great stuff, too. I mean, no, he's taking. He pro- the, I would take the ones that he produced as well. And you've got a such a wide variety of films. Because we went with just directors, didn't we? Was that the... You're gonna be yeah, in. Yeah. It rips my heart out to have to leave behind Hellraiser and the Carpenter filmography. Absolutely. But you know what? I mean, his directorial career had a lot of films, and when you add in the ones he produced, since he did make those films, too, after all... That doesn't count. You've got the guy responsible for some of the biggest names in films in the last few decades. All this is doesn't counting. 
So, yeah, there's that one. Um, Sorry, it's no one boy. Good, and I'm going to have to look them up a bit more in the near future while they're still around. Still so it I mean, looks like they've is... come out with a collection no, album that's, that's fine. this last Hell. year already. That's fine. So it might be a pretty good investment to look at then. But as for Trick or Treat... Dude, don't say ah, it. What can I say? I don't love say this film. Okay. I will yeah. admit that I prefer Black Roses as far as heavy metal. Do you know what Black so Roses is on our list, too? Have you seen Black Roses? No. We're doing Black Roses. Nice. By the way, I feel like we're talking over people more now that I can't pause it. I know. Interestingly, I think you can actually make an argument that it addresses a lot of the same issues that Nolan took on in The Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> Think about it. You've got a mysterious, dangerous figure with a grudge. Yep. A hero who sequesters himself only to return at the last moment after wallowing in guilt over everything his misguided actions of wrought on an unsuspecting populace. <laughs> a sympathetic figure who's been kept down by the system and wants to see the system trashed. That's right. But when the system does start getting trashed, realizes what they've helped set in place and fights to stop it. Dude, trick-or-treat is deep I mean, as shit, sure, dude. Sure, Skippy probably wouldn't look nearly as good as in a tight leather outfit as Anne Hathaway, but uh, Hathaway know. didn't have the bravery to put herself out there <laughs> in such a traumatizing psychological bottom point as Skippy did when he was pushed out of that locker room. Do <laughs> that. Does that make Damien some Black Roses the Joker? <laughs> I wonder how far down this bottom rabbit hole go. Dude, you're going to love Black Roses, I promise you. It's on the list. It's on the list. logical sense out of rock and roll nightmare? I actually had to move it because it was too close to Trick or Treat, so I moved it back, but whatever. Is Nolan's entire oeuvre inspired by heavy metal horror films? Absolutely. Whoa. Keanu Reeves scale, whoa. Whoa. I really need to get more sleep. <laughs> Looking forward to the next show, I remain howlingly yours, the Wolfman. We love, I'm dude. I freaking love the Wolfman, man. That you know what? Nobody, nobody besides the Wolfman would come up with that kind of intertwining. You know, you know the the the, the what's so topical right now? The the, the Dark Knight and and uh, he's a fucking intertwiner. He, he's an intertwiner. You know what? And we love you for it. Dude, uh, let's go ahead and start the next one. I, I think the I think the Reverend Wolfman, the Wolfie, called in. Of course, Shane can't hear what I'm saying right now because he's walking across the room. <laughs> oh, here he comes! Here he comes, baby. Good afternoon, Corpscastians. This is the Reverend Wolfman. Oh man! A little reminder for all those of you listening: there are only two more weeks to do the Lord's work and see oh, October nineteen seventy six become reality. The Lord Go people. to Kickstarter and toss your coin behind the man who spends so much time bringing us this free weekly entertainment. Ooh. Think of it as a small Ooh. donation to thank Michael and Shane for all oh. of their hard work. And just <laughs> oh, shit. He just lost it right there. Hard work. Whose creation was demanded by divine word. Indeed. And those of you who do not shall learn the truth that last week's after show was not Mike's punishment for losing the trivia contest, but a preview of the fate that awaits those who do not support Die Monster Die. Oh, shit, people, you don't want that, dude. You do not Remember, want that. Remember, everyone, brimstone can come from the sulfur in your gut and fire can flow through the bile in your throat. Oh, Testify, my brothers and sisters, and as always, hey, Larry's. <laughs> dude, I love this guy, dude. Is it? Is hoping it? that helps out, guys. Let's hope it does too, bro. Remember, there's two weeks left. Two weeks left, baby. Two. Uh, two weeks. Who knows? Maybe I'll keep making these calls until donations improve. Do it. Keep doing. Keep them up, brother. You sound you like a parakeet. Two weeks. Two weeks. I have more voices I could trot out. 
Bust them out. Yeah. We need them. We need them. Love it, man. Dude, <laughs> I hope this succeeds only for his hard work that he puts in on doing those things. Yeah. The problem is he brought up all the hard work we do on this show. This is fun. Okay. This is fun times. Yeah, okay. It's party time. But I hope that it succeeds because it's like, dude, Wolfman's putting in the shit here. Okay? He, is, he is. And there's no doubt about that. Uh, you guys all rock that have donated anyways. But yeah. I'm going to jump back out of that and... <laughs> Oh, this is awesome. He's got to run over to his computer because we had to hook it up there. Mike and Chains, Levi and Flag. Levi and Flagstaff, Arizona. Uh, complain because... Um, complain? I, well, long story short, I work in a clean room environment and assembling medical device products to put inside people's bodies. Oh, did you barf? And when Shane says something that makes me laugh so hard that I blow snot out of my nose... Um, it could contaminate the product that I'm that I'm helping. Uh, yeah, he's one funny dude. So, you gotta watch him. Uh, Shane, you're too funny. I'm complaining about that. There you go. Too too I love you too funny, dude. Stare at me funny you're too funny. Come see me at Yuck Yucks <laughs> during the uh, you know entire first hour of this last show. Man, it was awesome. But the rest anyway, of the show sucked uh, balls. We know. Yeah, it, it was the stripping days comment. Made me blow some snot out of my nose, dude. I saw it. I was, <laughs> you know, and and it was flying around in front of my face just a little bit before. It's not I a secret. Mm-hmm. Back <laughs> Maybe TMI there, but anyway. <laughs> um, dude, I got family in Spokane, so how about that? Uh, uh, I have a couple of, out of there. you know, really, really I forgot about the whole Spokane thing. <laughs> up there. If, uh, you know, since Shane mentioned that, uh, Jazz Channel, the shows that <laughs> show mug shots, dude, that's probably horribly accurate. I've never been Spokane myself, but the really messed up side of my family lives up there. Well, it's because they're uh, messed up. Is it be, is, are they messed up because they live in Spokane? Anyway. Uh, or are they, me- are they Spokane okay. messed up because they live never there? never see my uncles again. <laughs> yeah, they're from Spokane. Sure. David Lynch being from there, that kind of figures because he's, you know, obviously freaking weird, but... Listen to that, Gonzaga. Um, I am totally excited about the possibility of Die Monster Die coming to Arizona. If you guys... Uh, yeah, dude, it, next man, year, I'm brother. Do Flagstaff. Absolute, uh, most to be there. Oh, if you dude. guys played Flagstaff, that would be epic. That's I doubt it. Is that right? Small Flagstaff. venue's only cool. 50,000 people up here, so, you know... Um, Smaller I, town. I don't know but... how much money you guys actually make playing at the Orpheum Theater here, but... We do get a lot of small bands in the area, and uh, uh, Calabrese's coming through town yep. here in the next couple They'll of months. So, Arizona and oh, is uh, that right? Phoenix. No. Uh, actually, I was going to ask you about that. If you guys listen to them, you know, I'm not much into the horror punk, but, uh, you know, I've heard some Calabrese and actually liked a lot of what they did. So, yeah. you know, I was wondering if you guys were ever going to cover them on the show. They're no Die Monster Die, but they're all right. Um, yeah, Mike, part six is the best. Amen, brother. Part two is amazing. Yep, Things, they're all good. Uh, you know, just for like the reasons you mentioned, Tater Sack, Jason. Tater Sack. Um, <laughs> the, uh, Six is so much fun, though, Jenny, dude. You know, Amy Steele, her character was fantastic. I was actually talking uh, to Shane about a lot of the council preaching the, the part six there. Out town drinking. And uh, my favorite part of the movie is the comment about uh, menstruation attracting bears. Yes. That's the best. I think that might be where they got that line for Anchorman. But, um, oh yeah! <laughs> oh yeah! <laughs> All right, dude. Uh, oh, dude, that's awesome. Uh, Calabrese, so, so yes, it's, we've it, played with them quite a few times. All right, so are you really playing in Flagstaff? Yes, I'm gonna. Playing. I'm gonna have to head down with you guys. Yeah. Not maybe not with because I know that you guys are all tight and shit. I'll go with you. 
Okay. <laughs> uh, all, right, all right. Yeah. No. 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 Uh, yeah, we played with Calibri's a couple times. I know the the Bobby Jordan and Dickie, uh, the Calabrese brothers. They're all cool dudes. Is that their and last right. name? Is that is, is Calabrese their last name? Calabrese is their last name. Okay, that's cool. And they're all brothers. And my favorite album is Thirteen Halloween. Yep. From them. I, you know, and, and and they have a lot of tunes on my uh, infamous uh, horror punk yeah. or horror music rock whatever. Um, they got a lot of good stuff, man. I mean, I don't know how many albums they put out. You know, but but one, four, maybe one day we'll yeah. have to put. Maybe we'll have to do. It, but that's we'll, up we'll to you. Get that's up we'll to get them. We'll get them. We'll get them on there. That's up to you, man. You know, I'm holding out. It's cool. I'm waiting for calls to be returned. You know, I, want, <laughs> I need some. You know, kissing my pinky ring and stuff, sure. You know, well, that's, you're that's you're the to. you're the dark pope. I want some right? naked pictures of <laughs> Bobby. Well, who doesn't, right? Or Dicky or Jordan or, or Bobby's Dicky. Any one of them. But oh yeah, uh, yeah, he's got a he's got a run over. <laughs> wow, folks, I I feel like I should do some stand up in between. Le- Levi called again. You guys, this is Levi again. Uh, forgot about your question of the week. No, oh, yeah. if I had to pick one director, uh, the first name that popped in my mind was John Carpenter. Oh yeah, you know I, I don't know. I haven't seen Dark Star and Assault on Precinct Thirteen. Oh, years, dude, that's a good one. Assault to try again. Of course, and there's Halloween, The Fog. Oh yeah, John dude. Carpenter's oh, the thing. So much good shit, dude. And uh, yeah. also Christine. I haven't seen Starman yet. Should check it out. It's and then Big it's Trouble, Little China, Prince of Darkness, and They Live. Dude, Big All Trouble in right Little China. Amazing. And love I, watch I love that over movie. And over again. You know what Jack Burton always is. And then the 90s, man, it's all Jack just bonus. You know, like Burton. The, Jack the Burton. Jack Burton. is really good. <laughs> and, you know, Ghost of Mars. It wasn't a great It's all right. Movie, Ice Cube's in it. You know, that Ice Cube and a bunch of Marilyn Nata- Manson gothic. Like Natasha Hensridge. I'm so down with any him. movie Natasha Hensridge is in. Uh, Plus, uh, that dude, Wolfman. Oh man, I totally forgot her name. Uh, I know you're listening. You've got to get your own podcast. I he does have his own podcast. Yeah. Oh, uh, dude. First of all, first of all, Wolfman has his own podcast. Okay, so check it out, people. What's the website? Oh, we're having some technical difficulties. Why don't you go ahead and start the next? boom. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, here we go. Here we go. Aaron. Aaron called in. Michael, Shaniel, it is Aaron. <laughs> I want to preface by saying you might be hearing thunder. Fantastic glass one, voicemail. son. There's a storm really close here. If you're listening to this voice, darkly now, lit. That means I wasn't struck by lightning. Podbean.com is Wolfman's. Or maybe I did. Maybe you're listening to this voicemail. And I walk away from my laptop. Maybe I slipped on a banana peel and fucking <laughs> fell on like an AIDS-infested dick, and I'm dead now. Maybe this is my. Are those just hanging around your apartment? Yeah. Shit. Yeah, the yeah, episode yeah, <laughs> in the event of a zombie apocalypse, aka race war, you get one <laughs> oh! of the film catalog to watch for the rest of time. For me, I picked Sam Raimi. Oh, dude, he was on my list. He has a great horror yeah. trilogy. He does. Evil Dead. Yeah, absolutely. if you ever get tired of the Evil Dead. He's got comedy, he's got drama, he's got a movie from every freaking... my dad's favorite movie is Sam Raimi. You know, keep this between us. I'm a big fan of the Spider-Man movies. Me too. Even the third one. They're all right. Don't tell anybody that. Crop that part out of this. I, don't I can't get remember what the movie's called, but it has uh, the guy who did... Fine, you know, it's fine, man. My dad's favorite movie. I don't even know what that fucking accent was. No, we It's really late. It's Canadian. I never thought about this. I went into that movie with no expectations. So I had never seen a movie with Tobey Maguire in it. The only person I recognized out of that whole fucking movie was Bruce, Bruce Campbell. Because yep. I'd seen yeah. Evil Dead like a couple years before that. 
Also, <laughs> uh, I want to start this off by saying uh, I'm a retard. Sure. I thought you guys were reviewing <laughs> Trick or Treat from 2007. Uh, no, I rewatched that movie before I listened to the show, nice. and I realized I had watched the wrong fucking movie. Yeah, it happens. Last episode, you ate the egg salad sandwich. That was oh. both awesome and Disgusting. messed up. Yes, no, throw up, <laughs> bullshit. I it didn't. I just dry like heat. Courtesy vomit. How awesome is that? If someone would have walked in right then, you and Shane, and you're throwing a tarp on the ground, they'd probably think you're shooting some fucking. And we had a tarp too. Water yeah, sports. Yeah. I don't know. Some yeah, crazy and you're shit. right, Aaron. That would have been man. Awkward. If I set up a tarp in a house and it wasn't even my house, I would at least shit on the thing. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you gagging and running to like repute. I was telling him to spew all. Go for it. I'm still going to. I'm still going to use that. I mixed tarp. all your egg salad sounds into an instrumental off. metal track. Exactly. See what that would sound like. And did a bunch of editing. I yeah. used uh, oh, shit. autopsy bone saw, which maybe Ooh. Shane will recognize from Mental Funeral. Oh shit! Oh, Who knows? Yeah. This might sound like shit dipped in fuck. So uh, <laughs> strap in for this. Let's uh, hear turn it. off your cell phones. We'll reserve all your comments for the end. Love yeah. it. Let's hear it. Dude, dude, that's old school. I haven't heard that. I haven't heard that <laughs> shit forever. Holy crap, dude. Holy I'm shit. That is awesome. Oh my god, dude. I haven't heard this forever. Disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> you me a fucking pig? <laughs> we did it. Oh my gosh! I'll have to wait for the show to come out to hear it. That so was unreal, that. dude. <laughs> this guy is the master of, dude. Fucking better, Zach. You've been replaced on the awesome fucking VM. What your neighbors would have thought? We hear a tarp like a bunch of plastic rustling around, a bunch of guys, and someone, someone's gagging for like fucking ten minutes straight. They're probably thinking you guys are shooting like a gay porn over there, power bottling fuck at a Casa Diablo. Yo, yeah. Sound like I'm. <laughs> out of it. it's like 4 a.m. Oh my gosh, that Holy was shit. that was quite so, possibly the okay top ten greatest yeah, voicemails right. of all time. Send that MP3. Like a, yeah, I just realized something. Mike, your last name starts with a B. Yep. Shane's last name is D. Yep. Mike B and Shane D. How the hell was going on with you guys? No, I'm saying, motherfucker. What? Didn't start yeah. introducing my voicemails like that. <laughs> last episode was awesome. Bye. Oh, dude. <laughs> oh, my God. The master. Oh, my God. That's the VM. That was both disgusting and it made me almost want to. Holy die. shit, dude. <laughs> I've heard that song, too. It's Have like, you? Yeah, dude. Ugh. It's right there in my my nuggets. All right. All right. All right. He, he's running over people. Let me let me tell you something. Every time he runs over, I get to see, I get to see him going. Ooh, yeah, baby. And he can't hear what I'm saying right now. GP. GP. Just having a lunch of egg salad sandwiches. Had a great evening for it. Um, come to me. Which director's collection of movies would I take with me during the zombie apocalypse? Something like that. Dude. Um, now six months <laughs> ago would have been a different answer, and six months from now it'll be a different answer than what I have now. Sure. But for right now, um, I'm going to say Guillermo del Toro. Yeah, that's a good one. That's um, a good one, man. I'm, I'm getting on a kick. I, I just thought watching Pan's Labyrinth again with the kids. So and, good. Uh, so it. good, dude. And of course, you got Hellboy and uh, Devil's Backbone, Kronos. Um, and I think he's supposed to do Mounds of Madness 
And yep. if you if you watch Hellboy, Hellboy, you know if anybody can do a Lovecraft movie justice, it would be Del Toro. He, Agreed. He's got that thing. He's got the imagination for it, and he's got uh, connections for the for the <laughs> visuals and all that. So he's the one I would want to take. Um, let's get. I I'm like Mike. I'm I'm blitzed ignorant. Yeah. Um, and from what I listened to on Spotify, I wasn't. I'm not really feeling it. So, Shane, um, if there's one album that you can tell me, if I can just pick it, if someone says, I'll give you any Bliss Kid album you want, which one would it be? Just uh-huh. tell me what, what, what album I should get that maybe I can start understanding and say, hey, yeah, no, what I, I can feel that. What do you got for that? So, if you got would, one to suggest for me, I'd appreciate it. I would say um, either the and, release, uh, the tri- apparitional, tri- or <laughs> Trace of a Stranger. I haven't okay. seen that movie since, like, late 80s. Which is great. And I like it. I love it. And now you're giving me, now I'm going to want to go see it again. Um, yeah, I guess that's all I got to say about that. <laughs> well, I thought be, I'd have more to say about it, but what else can I say after you guys, you know, went off, what, for an hour talking about it? Easy and there. Go off on uh, with family ties and all that. In the meantime, <laughs> Skippy and stuff. shit, right? Uh, yeah, I've got to check it out again. Maybe I'll watch it if I, I'll check it out first, and I'll see if the kids will like it. <laughs> um, that's all I got. I will talk to you all later. Bye. Watch some Family Ties episodes. Dude, by the way, I can't believe that you called me. I'm, I'm still back on how you called me a pig on that. It was, it was really... It was, you you and Johnny, you're both fucking pigs. <laughs> it's disgusting. You guys yeah. watch that shit and go, oh, I dare you to do... Oh, yeah. Well, you know what's funny is on the 28th, which is, I think, not this... Was it? Yeah, it's this Saturday... We are, on July 28th, we're recording our next episode, and we're starting anew. And we still haven't come up with uh, the next loser challenge, so we need to come up with that. I'm telling you what it is right now. What? Either one of you guys, whoever loses, has to go shit in a fucking golf hole. Dude, I... What? That's that's like that's like hard to do now, dude. Dude. Plus, I feel like I've shit in my share of golf Let's fucking lay that out. (laughs) On a video. Whoever loses the battle, this is really going to make you guys think about your choices. You have to shit in a fucking golf hole. And not even hole nine. I don't know. No. No? I don't know. Well, listen, we'll put that in the hopper. Okay, we'll put that that in the hopper. We'll put that in the hopper. We'll see about that. All right, next one. All right, here he's going. Here he's going. He called me a pig, the big jerk face. (laughs) Who we got? Dale. Dale. Hey, Corpse Cast. It's Dale from the Padded Dog, Room Podcast. The sexual uh, woo, woo, you know what? Uh, the question from the last episode, I would have to go with Tim Burton. Oh, um, wow. Okay. Awesome. Sleepy Hollow. That's directors. pretty damn and, good, too. Um, yeah. And you have Johnny Depp with that. So. I love Johnny Depp. Baby. And you've anyway, got Oingo Boingo. Yeah, uh, you do. Yeah. Talk to you later. He's in and out too. He's, he's dude, woo woo. Yeah, you know what, dude? Okay, so let let's talk some uh, let's talk some Tim Burton for a minute. Okay. Okay. So so listen. One of my favorite movies is uh, Sleepy Hollow. I love that movie. I just so, love. What it. was the one about hell? The 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 the, the uh, Tim Burton. The what? Something hell. Uh, it was the oh, Jack no, no, the no. Ripper from Hell. No, that, I don't think that was Tim Burton. I think was that it? was just Johnny Depp. Oh. 
Yeah, but that was a good movie too. But that wouldn't that wouldn't. Go. But the thing is, is I'll tell you what. If I could take Tim Burton and we have Beetlejuice Nightmare before Christmas, yeah, we have Nightmare Before Christmas. We have The Corpse Bride. You know, that, yeah. that's all great stuff, dude. Yep. You know, plus he does a lot of. Uh, I mean, he he's done some other stuff that uh, that uh, he did I, a Batman or two. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say I don't. I mean, so basically he he, he rushed one. Well, and, and he also did that really shitty. Uh, uh, the one that the Dark Shadows that just came hey, out. Any director you pick is going to have a couple. Shows no, and, and that's true. The thing, the only my only issue with uh, Tim Burton, which don't get me wrong, Dale, I'm not I'm not saying that that uh, it's a bad choice. I'm just saying that he's done a lot of stuff. I mean, he did Edward Scissorhands too, which is awesome. He did Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Yeah. Dude. I love Oingo Boingo, and he's always got that. Oh, you know, oh, Elfman does a lot. The majority of his absolutely, soundtracks. and you know, so he's a he's a great thing. The only I don't know. I just, I mean, the thing is, if I were worried about the whole family, I'd probably pick somebody like him. But yeah. if I'm thinking only horror, I'd, I'd probably choose someone else. So you're you're thinking in the zombie apocalypse, you're gonna like have no. the whole family with you. I'm Some gonna, of them are gonna go. Some of them are gonna be left behind. Some of them are gonna be yeah. way ahead of you. I don't want to bring that up. That's that that makes me sad. All right. That gives me a sad face. Right. Next call. All right, all right. Next call. He's walking over there. <laughs> this is so bushly. It's the last hey, one already. You fucking jerks. Zach. I'm just gonna call in to tell you that I'm fucking done with your bullshit, okay? Okay. <laughs> I'm fucking I'm sick and tired of your stupid bullshit <laughs> all the fucking time. <laughs> I can't deal with it anymore. What are you talking about? Pissing me off. <laughs> your stupid fucking shit. Okay? <laughs> Derp. I ain't fucking calling Derp. you anymore. I'm fucking tired of it, you Derp. fucking Derp. pricks. You barely ever call us, dude. You fucking jerks. <laughs> Fucking done. Uh, all right. <laughs> done. All right. Fuck you. All right. Sorry, man. Okay. Can't please everybody. I'm gonna fucking. I'm gonna lose it. Right. Lose it. I quit the fucking show. Lose it on your mom. <laughs> I'm dead. Mom, meatloaf. You think I'm fucking joking? You're probably laughing right now. No, we're not. <laughs> okay. You didn't even invite me to the fucking Friday Thirteenth round table. Dude, everybody was invited. Darian. Yeah. Where like, were you? Come on, Darian. Like. You really want to talk shit about Ari Lehman, okay? He has a fucking mustache, okay? How about me and you fucking rumble, okay? Ooh, he's calling wow. Darian out. This is getting rough. I don't know, dude. Darian can take some motherfuckers door. around here. Good Darian weighs like a buck ten. run 20 fucking he's, miles a day because yeah. you're going to be fucking running. He's a muscle. You open the door, I, well, I think Darian would be good there. at running away from people because I mean, he yeah, runs away. I think that guy can take some ass. Maybe Zach because Zach's a puss, but whatever. I'm fucking done with you guys. I'm never calling again. All right. I don't have a fucking guess the theme song thing. Kiss my ass, so what? Is that it? Is that it? Oh, wait. He does have one. He lied. Oh, he's, do- he's doing some deliverance. Dueling banjos and shit. <laughs> he's pretty good at the VM. He is. Between him and Aaron, they're pretty solid with their... We've had a couple of, we've had a couple of good VMs. Oh, dude. Aaron. They're all good, but, I mean, these guys, you know, they're really triple layer in that shit. Well, they're going for it, dude. I think that so means a, he wants to so do you, me in the butt. Yeah. Which is cool. Who doesn't? That's a great point. got a point. big old rump. That's good. Is that it? Are we done? Is that? That is it. Well, wow. Wow, that's good. That's his that's, swan that's song. All the, that's all the voice calling it again. 
That's all the voicemails we got. That was Zach's delivery. See you later. That happened. Never gonna you talk know, to you, you know, guys listen, again. We, we Never. Did, we did the whole Sam thing all for Zach, you know. know. And it's like you know, he you just, don't appreciate. He it. just doesn't. Okay, well, listen. If you're not gonna appreciate, how about I, I piss in your flowers? How about I shit on your grave? <laughs> what do you do? Uh, yeah, that would. I can't win for losing. No, you can't, buddy. Well, it's, fuck them all. Yeah, exactly. All right. All right, dude. So, okay. So that's all the voicemails. Okay. They, they were, that went pretty quick. Yeah. All right. So here's what we got going on. Okay. Shane, the question of the episode, the time is now yours to let us know what you're, what you're doing. Yeah. Wonderful, wonderful choices. I absolutely, I was thinking everyone's going carpenter. I was surprised that everyone was more talented and, you know, they kind of went off of the charts and yeah, Tim yeah. Burton was amazing. Yeah. Tim Burton. I mean, man. I just, Gilmo de Toro Ice. What did you just call him? I'm going Carpenter. Okay. I, I I thought about it. I was even thinking Romero, but do you really want to be in a zombie apocalypse with a bunch of fucking zombie movies? <laughs> that, no. That's the last thing you want. Point. That's the last thing you want to fucking see. But that's I, a great point, dude. Maybe you could pick up some pointers and shit, but, the, yeah. but other than I, I, that's that's something I hadn't thought something of. Something tells me you're not going to pick up a damn thing from the. You're going to go <laughs> watch those movies. Go. This is completely fucking wrong. <laughs> But I'm I should going, not be I'm enjoying going Carpenter for the same reasons. I loved that Clyde Barker came in there because I love it. But there's not uh, a lot of Clyde Barker material. I, you know, I that's the same thing. I mean, Clive Barker. If we were talking about if Clive Barker has touched it, or you know, if it was inspired by Clive Barker, that may be the way to go because he only. I mean, he directed Hellraiser, and he you know he directed a couple other things like uh, the uh, what was it called Midian, the the movie where they oh freaking I can't believe Nightbreed. Nightbreed. Yep, absolutely. But I. He got out of that. He was like, "Fuck this!" I don't. Well, and the thing is, that like, uh, he is such a renaissance man. I mean, he, I mean, he he did some directing, and he does a lot of art. He does everything. But the problem is, he only directed a handful of movies. My biggest Lord of Illusions. My biggest thing ever is Stephen King. I love the Dark Tower series. Yep. Even if, and I think that half the movies that Stephen King that that are turned into movies from his books is shit garbage. Yep. But. Even if there was a half-assed Dark Tower series yep. that was all seven books, mm-hmm. I would have went Stephen King and said, "I got the Mist, I got it, I got Salem Slot, I've got the Dark a- absolutely. Tower." Absolutely, absolutely. But I'm going with Carpenter okay. all the way. Well, Yours, baby. Well, there, there's there's no doubt that Carpenter was um, at the top of my list. In fact, I it's funny because I started kind of with the list. I'm like, okay, well, who, who are the potentials, you know? And of course, I put Wes Craven. A Nightmare on Elm Street, Nightmare on Elm Street 3, New Nightmare, Scream franchise, West The Hills Craven, Have Eyes, yeah. Last House on the Left, you know, you got Dario Argento, Suspiria, the, you know, the three, the, 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 the witch trilogy and all that stuff like that. Yeah. And all, you know what? I freaking love, I, in Deep Red, I love, I love that guy, man. You know, oh, he's, Argento's so good. Yeah. yeah. And I love him. Um, I thought about, I actually, on my list, I have Sam Raimi, I have Rob Zombie, but we already talked about why right. I didn't end up choosing Rob Zombie. Then I thought Cronenberg. Now, Cronenberg would be, he's got a ton of movies and he's in a lot of shit, but the problem is, is his all gross me out because they're all body horror and shit like yeah. that. Uh, you know, whatever. Those are great, but they're not like, they're, they're not my favorite. Then I thought of, uh, even Frank Hennenlauter, who did, uh, have you ever seen Brain Damage? What about Basket Case, Frank and Hooker? Case, yes. Uh, let's see, Frank and Hooker. And then we have a couple of his coming up on the show too. They're, they're on the list. So, um, you know, we, we've got all those ready to go, but I, you know, and it came down to two people. Okay. John Carpenter. Yeah. 
and Lucio Fulci. Okay. Now, and we've talked about John Carpenter. We've got Assault in Precinct 13, Halloween, The Fog, Escape from New York, The Thing, Christine, uh, Big Trouble in Little China, Prince of Darkness, They Live, In the Mouth of Madness, Vampires. Yeah. Which is one of my favorite vampire movies of all time right. with uh, James Woods and whatnot. Oh, God, it's, it's such a great movie. James Woods and his pockmarks. But, dude, yeah, I went with, I went with Lucio, dude. Okay. First of all, I love Italian horror movies. I, yes. I love Italian horror That's movies. That's obvious. Yeah. Um, you got the Beyond. You got City of the Living Dead. You got House by the Cemetery. You got Demonia. You got Murder Rock. You got Manhattan Baby. The New York Ripper, which we've done on this show. You've got clock, clock, chicka, chicka, bang, bang. Exactly, dude. And there's so much good quack, stuff quack. there. And listen, it may not be, you know, it, it may be more about the experience than the story or anything like sure. that. But listen, dude, I love Lucio Fulci, and I and listen, it's hard for me to say that he's made my favorite movie because he has. I mean, um, I still think my favorite movie of all time is uh, The Ninth Gate, which uh, Roman Polanski right, directed. Right. But you know, I don't. I it's hard for me to say that he's my favorite director of all time. It's hard because it's hard to choose, I guess. But the thing is, is when I have a chance to choose one guy, one guy's library. I'm going with Fulci. Taken down into the pit. Exactly. The working, uh, you know, power Zombie, line, you know, TV. Zombie 3. Oh, oh, my God. You know, and those are zombie Taking movies. Taking it down whatever. there and just having to watch it. Just, I mean, that's what that's your entertainment. I'm going there, man. I'm going. I'm going with Fulci. And there's, a, like, shark versus zombie, dude. Yeah. Really? There's nobody does that except for Fulci. So I'm going Fulci, people. Beautiful. I'm going them. And I, I'm sticking with it. So I think it was pretty solid. I don't think no, there you was know anyone what? that really covered too many of the same bases. You know, it's funny because we always get, oh, I'm sure that so, so-and-so, everybody's going to say so-and-so. But, you know, we rarely get a lot of overlap, know. you know, which is great because, I mean, I wouldn't have even thought of Tim Burton if it weren't for Dr. Dale and, you know, and, you know, a like lot I of said, others. I would have taken Stephen King if there was like, even right. a, dude, well, he didn't I do think, a lot of directing. I think the stand is poo. Well, that's true. That's true. Yeah. He didn't do a lot of directing. He didn't do any. Directing, did he? Maybe one movie. So I guess I, I, I actually I don't know. I, I think he's just a writer. I deny and denounce him yep. for everything he is. Exactly. But yeah, Carpenter for me, Romero. Oh, but dude. I'm not gonna get you know what. But any watch what's eaten on the outside and eaten on the inside. Poor <laughs> shit. But any anybody any one of the, the the people who are brought up this episode, I think I'd be pretty happy with. Yeah. I'm actually surprised that we didn't get a Wes Craven. You know, just uh, yeah. because all the way through the years, you know, there's, and plus the thing with Wes Craven is, is maybe lately he's done some shitty stuff with, uh, well, so's John Carpenter with the ward, but yeah. I mean, I can't, I can't even remember what that one was called with that little kid in it that, that Craven's done lately. But I mean, we're talking the darkest of the dark with Last House on the Left, right. all the, you know, all the way through Scream, which was but a here, and whatever. Yeah, here's a, just like what you're saying right now. Here, Rob Zombie, if you're listening, here's a perfect lesson for you to learn yep not everything has to be a winner but come up with some original material yep and then take on some classic stuff uh you doesn't know always have to be because honestly Here, here's the thing. a lot of people will take even a whoa that's a shitty movie I mean, you wouldn't believe how many people are all over the charts about right. it. I think Devil's Reject House of the Thousand Corpses oh, is awesome. Those. I love them. But you'd be so surprised much. at how many people go, I hate both those movies. Yeah, well, I mean, teach their own, like, right? To each his own, fine. But get a catalog of shit that you wrote. Totally written, agree. directed, produced by Rob Zombie. Get it out there. And, and I think it was, uh, it was Levi who said, uh, who was it? I can't remember. Was it Levi that said, uh-uh? Alexandra Aja, who, you know, who's done a lot of great stuff, in my opinion. 
Um, what was that one? High Tension, I love, and I I know the ending's crazy, and it yeah. doesn't make a lot of sense, blah, 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 but I love that movie. He's done a couple other things that are great, but mostly his stuff is are just remakes, you know? And it's yeah. like, it's hard for me to say, oh, you know, I want to take all these remakes. You know who I'm surprised we didn't hear is somebody, oh, I can't even remember, I just, his, his, his name just kind of fell out of my head. But the Friedrich. Guy, no, the, <laughs> the guy who did, uh, um, like, Gremlins. And he, you know, he's done a bunch of other stuff like that. Oh, and yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm surprised we didn't hear that, but whatever. I mean, I'm sure that's somebody. I'm sure, uh, uh, you know, obviously we we get a small percentage of the people who listen call actually call in, which is a shame. People call in. Call in. But, but I mean, the thing, I mean, teach their own, but anybody who's mentioned today, I would not complain about. Sure. Is in essence what I'm saying. But there you go. There you have it, people. That's it. You know what we ought to do? What? I, I had a whole different uh, question of the episode lined up for this. Okay. But why don't we do this? Why don't we do uh, the same type? You know, since we'll go on a series of these, you okay. know, the same type of deal, the zombie apocalypse, whatever, one author. Ooh. Okay. So that's good. Um, like you know, and, and we'll say. I always do that too. I always go, when you announce the uh-huh. question of the episode, it pisses me off to hear me say it. And I'm sure it pisses everyone <laughs> off because. When you announce the question of the episode, I go, ooh, that's good. <laughs> well, whatever. So I'm not going to say well, that. Well, this one's, this one's kind of a cop out because basically what, I mean, we talked about, you know, you would, I mean, I assume that yours is going to be Stephen King. I already know who mine's going to be. Uh, right. but, um, yeah, let's do that one author. Same, same question, one author, and then we'll save the question of this episode for oh, next like episode. Okay. And, uh, we'll go from there. So who, who is the one author that you would take? Their library of books. Oh, you know what? I actually, now that I'm thinking about it, I actually may have to, uh. Now that I'm thinking about it, I may have to. Yeah, just think about that too. a little bit. Well, who knows? But whatever. All right. So people call them in 206-339-2730. That number is 206-339-2730. You know what I'm going to ask the, the listeners to do right now? What? I'm going to ask them to enjoy one minute of the other. Yes. Because that's what's about to drop. And then we're going to be, we're. <laughs> <laughs> Any we're chance be... I can get to sing? Oh, dude, and we'll be singing. Okay. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Can I can I sing a little thing? Yeah, sing something. Holding up the moon, shedding human skin. Holding up the moon till dawn. Oh wow, my voice cracked. Did you hear that crap? Hey, oh, that, that was, was hot. Dude. That was a... no. Okay, so let's go ahead and let's play one minute of uh, the other, and we'll be right back to talk about it. Nice.
I'm tr- I'm really trying to not sound like I've noticed that when I do these you uh-huh. know, intros yep. to the uh, rock records, uh-huh. I always sound like the other dot D and well, new blood. Welcome <laughs> to the morning zoo with Shane Diablo and yeah, Mike. I don't want to sound like that, so I'm going to try and take it down a Tone notch. It down. Well, you're it's funny. The wow, you chose the other to do that with, huh? 
Well, I'm, I've got the fury and the power and the rock okay. and the, and All the right. tits. All right. Okay, it, good. I'm just, just saying I want I, I want to see some tits while we're talking about this is what I'm saying. Well, I'll take my shirt off in a minute, but, <laughs> you know, I just want to just kind of drag. I noticed that I'm kind of, I don't know, it's, it sounds really radio-y. should say, the other dot D-E is where you'll find the band. Yeah. Okay. You, go. you just did that. I did. We're talking was. about New Blood from 2010. There's 14 tracks. 44 minutes, 51 seconds long. The genre is horror punk, oh. and these guys do not back down. And, they're, and they, they, they are embrace proud, it. Yeah. loud, and they embrace the genre Absolutely. of horror punk. This album was released on Steam Hammer, SPV Records. A lot of people have heard of SPV. The hell you say? Wait, 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 wait uh, a second. Yeah. Isn't the guy from the other, the, the main guy for Fiend Force Records? Okay. Yes, <laughs> he is. Okay. The lead singer, Thorsten Wilms, a.k.a. Rod Usher in the band, uh-huh. is the owner-operator guy that started Fiend Force Records. Okay. And um, so hold on a second here. Let me am, find... I getting, am I getting ahead? Well, getting ahead you, you're getting ahead kind of, but it's not really the best. Basically, this album right here, New Blood, is where they left their record label okay. to go with a bigger record label. Which, what are you going to do? That's great stuff, man. Yeah. And SPV has released albums from Typo the likes of Creator, Biohazard, Dio, Prong, Sepultura, and our beloved Sweet Angels, R.I.P., yeah. Typo Negative. There you go, baby. Dude, it's all about that promotion, that album, that distribution. You've got to, you know... If if you've got a record label mm-hmm. and it does pretty good as far as promotion or, or distribution, Fiend Force in, Records in, got a lot of great got a, a lot of great stuff on them. They've man. put out a lot of shit we've done on here. Resurrects, yep. Shadow Reichenstein, mm-hmm. Nim Van. They've yep. all been on his record label, mm-hmm. and they all subsequently leave because come on, the bigger thing is to get your album out there to the most people possible. Distribution is key. Uh, I, I, no, no, let me ask you something because you, I mean, you're a player in this. I mean, you've got the right. Dr. Cyclops records and whatever. I assume that when a band's on your, on your label, whatnot, and they get big and then they go to something new, that's good. I mean, that, that, that's well, good for, it, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's fantastic for the label. It's horrible. Or I mean, for the band, band, right? It's horrible for the label because they just go, okay, well, we'll see you later. Sure. Take care and good luck. Unless you're locked into some, you know, big uh, contract deal where it's like, well, fuck you, you can't leave. Right. But yes, it is a good thing in this case and with Theme Force. Well, and I mean, I think it illustrates it because, I mean, here's a guy that owns his own label, but when the greener pastures are are uh, presented, you know, and listen, I mean, I mean, we all know that, I mean, we've talked about this too, is Theme Force, there's not a lot of Spotify love for from Theme Force. You right. Know? But this album's on Spotify, you know, thank goodness. Yeah. And that's all because of SPV. Uh-huh, yep. All right, so let's talk about the members of the band. Um, you got Sarge Von Rock on guitar. You got Doc Caligari on the drums. Andy, Andy Only on bass for this album, but I got something about Andy Only here. Wait, wait, is he, was, is, does he have a brother named Jerry? No. Oh, okay. It's just a sweet, sweet tit. Oh, uh, so, okay. You know, it's, it's, right. it's, it's, it's a, the, the other started out as a Misfits cover band called Oh, really? Ghouls. Okay. And they were doing covers in the bars and everything else. And they went, hey, we should start our own band. Listen. And I I have a theory about that. Because these guys are from Cologne, Germany, which are good pals, are sweet pals 
the Crimson Ghost. Ghosts are from yep. Cologne, Germany. Really? And was actually the second band to be signed on Thorsten's label. Oh, cool. Here's my theory about that. Okay. I think Ghouls, the Misfits cover band in Germany, was made up of members of the other and members of the Crimson Ghosts. Okay. And then they kind of split off and started these horror punk bands. Interesting. Right? Okay. So you got Andy only on the bass, Rod Usher, aka Thorsten Wilms. He's the head man at Fiend Force. He's the lead singer for this band. Man, guy's got some power. Under now this there. album was released in 2010, uh-huh. and Andy only he left the band in 2011, and that's when they got Victor Sharp on the on the bass. Okay. So they just released a brand new album called uh, what the hell was that called? Uh, the devils, you know, and they just released it in June. Oh, so, really? Okay. Yeah, it's okay, brand cool. spanking. So, yeah, new. that's that's a couple. That's like a month and some old. Okay, right. cool. But Victor Sharp is on that album. Ah, okay. So that's where Andy only kind of plays him. I see. Um, and again, after leaving their own record label, Fiend Force Records, in 2009, the band recorded New Blood for the well-known rock label SPV. Cool. Dude, what are your thoughts on this sweet? All right. All right. My first, my first thought, uh, from, you know, I, I throw it in, I, I, you know, and I have never been, I've never heard anything from the other, you know. Right. Oh, actually, that maybe, that may not be true. Uh, because I mean, they were on some of the, uh, um, like the horror punk, like coll- collection type stuff. They released like This Is Horror Punk. It was a compilation with, uh, you know, Rosedale's on it and 45. Yeah. And I, and I think maybe I've heard something off that. However, my first kind of, my, I sat down, I started listening to this. Um, the first thing that came to mind is, is, uh, Rod Usher, the lead singer of this. Man, this guy's got some pipes on him. Yeah. And, and it's funny because throughout, throughout the album, I mean, you have parts where he's like very Bauhausy, where he's, you know, yeah, kind yeah. of vampy or whatever. And then you got it where he's just like, boop, 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 you know, he's just like really powering it out. And it's funny because it's like, um, you know who, who it kind of reminds me of is, uh, what's that band, man, from like Brooklyn or something like that? Life of Agony? You remember? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, exactly. I got a feeling of my best and I can't resist. Yeah. Type of stuff like that. It's kind of, it's kind of that like thing. I those guys. Yeah, me too. I love that album. Where it's just like, he's just like letting it all out, man. And he is, he, he is belting it out. And he is not, he, he he's not, he, it, it seems like he's just like totally. It's clean and crisp. It. Absolutely. And the thing is, is it's like, you know, it, it's funny because, I mean, I'm, you know, now I, I've obviously kind of gotten to the horror punky type deal and, you know, I'm kind of used to the, the vampy and then all this kind of voice. But the thing is, is he, he melds that together so well. To me, it's just like, it's, um, I, I don't know. I don't know if it's inspirational, but it's like, it's like powerful. You know, he, yeah, he it's comes that out triumphant, and clean, clear, come like, out. yeah, come on and fight for your right to party. Exactly. Kind of and, you know, and I think that it, it, that kind of vocal takes some, you know, a quote unquote, the normals a little bit time to adjust to. I totally agree but with that. But for me, man, I started listening to this. These guys are rocking. These guys have, you know, straightforward, you know, punk, you know, rock and roll. And you got the, on top of it, you got this layered, powerful voice, man. I really do. I this. agree with you. And let me tell you why. Okay. Other albums, they're alive from 2004. Okay. We Are Who We Eat, 2006. Mm-hmm. The Place to Bleed, 2009. And again, they just released a new album called The Devils You Know, just in June. Right. But I agree with you because 
I think he has refined his vocal oh, really? on this album as opposed to the other ones. And I'm a fan of their first one, They're Alive. Uh-huh, okay. But there were spotty little bits in that where I was like, oh, he's just, you know, he's not there. This album, and I don't know if it's the budget, and, you know, you, you move to SPV, and right. it's like, it's recording time. You know, let's right. make this. Because this album really does sound bigger and fuller and stronger Power, than the other baby. ones. But... I mean, They're Alive was a fantastic fucking album. Oh, and that right? was their first release, and that was in, like, you know, 2004. Okay. But I I agree with you because he it seems like that vocal is refined, and he's got it right in it, in his grasp, you know. He's got a hold and, of it now. And, and, and it's, it, as he's singing, he's he's not holding anything back. There's He's not being, like, weird. I mean, you know, it's hard to explain because it's like when people come out and they're unapologetic and they blast and they, they've got everything going and yeah. they're just letting it fly, I really dig that. Dude, and that's what t- he got. Yeah. And that's what we got here. Um, Dude, I, my guess is when they moved to SPV, mm-hmm. it was just for the better distribution, the better, sure. you know. They have yet to see, I don't know how the record labels are working these days, mm-hmm. but they have yet to come up. They've done a few dates back in like 2006, 2007, some West Coast dates. Oh, really? And then right back to, to Germany. The key with Fiend Force was, as far as the American bands like Shadow Reichenstein, Blitz Kid, uh-huh. Nim Vind, was they could actually get over to Germany and tour. Oh, and okay. that was, that was a big key to, Let's sign with this label because the German kids are going crazy. They're going to buy it. Right. And if we get our plane tickets, we can go tour over there. Absolutely. So they, they jump on that. They've yet to really make it back to America after they did like five or six shows uh-huh. on the West Coast. Okay. Let's see what happens with SPV as far as that, how record sales go. Okay. But yeah. one thing I wanted to... Sp- yeah, is there newest one on SPV as well? I yeah. Assume? Okay. Devils You Know, uh, New Blood, the one we're talking about now, mm-hmm. and The Devils You Know is on SPV. Okay. So I don't think they're they're ever going to go back to Fiend Force. Right. Okay. Um, but it's available in a lot of spots. And it's on Spotify. And when I was on Spotify just checking out the thing, uh, th- this album... Mm-hmm. Literally, within the time that I was checking it out from one day, it was the New Blood cover mm-hmm. when you clicked in, searched the other. Uh-huh. And then it just switched over to their new album cover, The Devil's You Know. I saw that. So saw that. I'm thinking pretty damn quick that album will be available on Spotify as well. And, that, you know, I'm looking forward to it. Like I said, I mean, this is the first album I have from them. But, I mean, here's the thing with me. Usually it takes me a little bit of time to get into an album, and it did with even Blitzkid, which I, you know, uh, I ended up really liking a lot. Right. Um, this album was not hard to get into. You know, um, I think that it, maybe it's because I was always already conditioned to hear that powerful, vampy type, yeah. you know, whatever. But the more I listen to it, though, the more it, that I, I, I can appreciate every little song on this. It's funny because right. I turned it on. I, you know, I, I, I just bought myself a new sound system at home. I turned it on Spotify, you know, and I'm just rocking that through there. You have the first kind of orchestral type thing and then you just kick it off with, uh, back to the cemetery, back to the cemetery, you know, it's, yeah. oh my yeah. gosh. It was so great, dude. Um, what are some of your favorite songs off this one? My my favorite tunes, The Burial. I love The Burial. I love The Burial. It was a I great tune. I love Blood tune. Runs Cold. Yep. Oh, yeah. 
uh, demons walk the earth. The thing that I can't stress enough about this guy mm-hmm. is, is, you know, even though he turned, and I'm not even going to hold a grudge, but he turned DMD down where we were like, Hey, what do you, what do you think about some of ours? <laughs> like, why don't you keep on the working on it and you come back and talk to me letters? <laughs> but dude, this guy has done a lot for horror punk in cool. general awesome because when i met this guy was like you know we talked last week about blitz kid we mm-hmm. talked about antidote records their first couple of records mm-hmm. were on there he was on the message boards with all of us hanging out going hey sin why don't you sign uh the other two uh antidote records all right and he was like uh you know not gonna do it not gonna happen mm-hmm. this guy went off started his own record label Started signing bands. Soon Blitz Kid went over to Fiend Force. That's awesome. Resurrects. I mean, Shadow Reichenstein, Nimvind, they all that's, went that's over. That's unreal, there. man. It's, it, the guy deserves a good hand in shocking and good <laughs> job because the guy has done a hell of a lot for horror punk. Whether you like to hear it or not, he's really done a lot for it. Well, and I, you know, I'm actually surprised because it's like, um, you know, I, I was actually surprised knowing that this guy, you know, it has his own band or whatever, knowing this guy's a Fiend Force Records guy, I would have assumed that the guy who just, you know, started this label and whatever, that his band would just kind of be a side type of deal because it's like, oh, you know, listen, Fiend Force, you know, I, yeah. I, I assume Fiend Force is pretty solid. Pretty, you know, not, sure. I mean, maybe not the hugest, but it's got some business going on. So I would have assumed that his band would have been kind of a, you know, almost an afterthought. Yeah. But after listening to this, man, I have not been able to stop uh, singing Howling at the Moon like yeah, for a week, dude. The, the the guy started this for the love of horror punk. And good for him. And has know? kept going with it. Now, you know, who knows what happens with the other? Do they right. take off right. and they become, they're on tour with Alice Cooper or whatever mm-hmm. in the States and they get bigger and bigger? Right. You know, we don't know. Maybe Fiend Force turns into just kind of one of those, uh, hey, here's the albums that we put out. And they've got a shit ton of like, you know, uh, horror memorabilia and also if you, oh, go, really? to, if you go to fiendforce.de, you're going to see shit tons of stuff you can buy. Room org magazines and oh, cool. horror stuff galore. And then their albums are in there. So maybe it just, man. maybe it just turns into a kind of a fright rags kind of a memorabilia, you know, t-shirt kind of a thing. And mm-hmm. he goes on with the band, but I'll tell you what. He's done a hell of a lot for the genre, and I appreciate that because I, I, you know, horror punk is is like the underground unknown, you know. Well, and you know, and the funny thing is, is I mean, I don't know how many times I've said it on the show, but I mean, I I didn't I I mean, I'd heard of the Misfits before we started hanging out and whatnot, but the thing is, I never understood, you know, how big it was. Right. Be- because it's not out there. It's, yeah. I mean, it's not, it's like you have to, uh, you almost have to be looking for it in order to find a lot Absolutely. of what's going on. And it's like, so, so it's almost like in, you know, in the last three some odd years or whatever, it's like I've been finding all these awesome, unreal bands, you know, that are, that are 12, you know, 15 years old. Yeah. Even. Yeah. And, you know, I'm going through this and, you know, for Let's Fiend, get last year. This year uh, is their last year. Which, like I said, is a blessing and a curse. Right now, I'm glad that I'm catching them now because it's like I get all this older stuff to go through. 
but now, but you know, it's they're done, so it's a bummer. And Levi brought up Calibris. There's another great horror, absolutely, and, and they were around from the beginning. And it's you like know? you know, I hadn't heard about a lot of these bands, you know, until recently. And it's like where, in my opinion, it's it, it's so just fickle about who's made it big and who hasn't, because it's hard for me to 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 uh, you know even bands I like, you know, to say, well, why is this band made it and not you know that's uh, the, the story, other or Die Monster Die or whoever I, else. I was talking to Zero about that god what is that you know it's like i know fantastic pop punk bands yeah that should be in green day shoes right that are not and it's just that time that place that in that i think that's right i think it's i think it's sometimes you know you hear the old adage it's not what you do it's who you know i'm starting to believe that because i believe it too there's a lot of bands out there who've got it going but Maybe they just didn't have that break because they didn't about, know somebody. Exactly. You're talking about the other, the, oh, yeah. the first two bands on Fiend Force Records. Yeah. Okay. The other and the Crimson, Crimson Ghosts. Ghost. Yeah. I, I cannot believe I'd never heard, and you know, Spit Black. I, why, I cannot believe Why are the Crimson Ghosts not worldwide? Why are on the Rosedales? Why are, why are, why? Amen. Why are the Rosedales not Huge. It's and unbelievable. Playing, and playing at least three or five hundred seaters. Those guys why? those guys probably have day jobs. They're probably pushing some paper somewhere yeah. going, Oh hi, here's your TPS reports and shit. Little yeah. do these people know that you got Mark Danger, one of the greatest voices in horror punk, yeah. walking around, you know? It's like wow. Yeah. And now and now we get we come to this band with Rod Usher and the and listen, their music's great. I'm not yeah. I'm not trying to I'm not trying to, you know, to downplay, you know, how good they are on their instruments and whatnot, because they're great. Right. But man, what makes this band for me is that lead singer up there in your face singing right at you. Yeah. Man, and he's I, he is rocking, he's out there, he is not ashamed, he is gonna he's gonna, you know, basically just tell you what's going on and you're you have to listen because it's so great, man. I think the songs are catchy. They really the other is one of those bands that really have that Halloween trick or treaty kind of sound to them. Oh, and I love it, dude. Yeah. I mean, it, all of their albums, all of their songs really have that. This is kind of the spirity style of Halloween sound. All right. You want to hear the ones I added to my horror playlist? Okay. Yes. There's, dude. what would you say? There's 14 songs on it. So let's count this. Back to the, first of all, the, the, the first song is just kind of an intro. So, right, right. Uh, and, you know, so let's say there's 13 songs to choose from to right. put on the scene. Um, back in, to, back to the cemetery, went on it. Um, Transylvania, Ghost Ride to Hell. Love the, it. The Burial, Castle Rock, The Lovesick Mind. Yep. Blood Runs Cold, In League with the Devil. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's so great, dude. Um, Howling at the Moon, Demons Walk the Earth, and we, what was it? We All Bleed Red. So that's damn near the whole album went into Practically, the kissy, kissy. And I'll that's tell you what, the, the only one I didn't add was Higher Comet de Duncan Height, because it was in German. It I was in German, yeah. You're like, Come on, when you get, you're on SPV. I want to sing, man. You're on SPV, so do a version of that song. Well, I'll tell you, when I'm rocking the horror, when I'm rocking the horror playlist, I want to sing along, okay? And I, 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 I think you had some Asian language and some African language in there, but I don't know. Well, I'm the master at that. But sure. That's all I got. If you want to hear facts about Cologne, Germany, please go back to our episode with the Crimson Ghosts because I lay all that down. But they are from the same place. They are from the same... Uh, they're cut from the same cloth. Yeah, they're from the same school, baby. They're from the same school, and... 
what are you saying about this album? This was very close to a bone saw for me. The only reason it wow. did not get a bone saw for me is because I remember Ghost and how that blew me away. Yeah. <laughs> how that album blew me away and I'm like, that is a bone saw. Yeah. That Ghost album is a bone saw. This one is a high buy. I would, I'm, I'm going to go, I'm planning on dropping some coin for this baby. Yeah. And you know what? And I'm also going to do what I can to check out the rest of their stuff, even though, you know, especially their first one, the which you recommended, but you know, we'll see right. how it goes. I'm excited for their newest one too. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, like I said, I haven't heard anything. Winbird, our guitar player is all about the devils. You know, he's like, this is just the best record I've ever heard, but. Oh, is that right? You know, you never know what to think about that. You, know, you got to take that for what it is. And just well, he's a young know. guy. Come yeah. on. Well, I don't you know. know. He's, 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 he's Dude, very this is, a, this is a solid buy for me. Absolutely. This is a support the band. The nice thing about it is SPV, the beautiful distribution on it. If you know of a place in your town that actually has a CD shop still open, right. you could probably buy this on CD or vinyl. Wow. Um. Those are dying. Those are dying very, very quickly. (laughs) Yeah. But you can hear this album on Spotify and it's a buy. Buy. Do it. I I cannot stress enough. I mean, like I said, the first time I listened to it, I was like, yeah, this is pretty good. But by the 20th listen, because I listened to this straight, I was like, this is one of the best albums I've heard in a long, long time. Yeah. So there you go. The other. Solid. The other. New blood. Go buy it. Go buy it. All right, so there you go. There's the other. Wow, that listen. I'm ex- I'm I'm going to be listening to this one for a while too. I mean, I'll be honest with you. This, I will too. Uh, this is something that's not just going to. Oh, we're done with the episode. Let's just you know whatever. This is something that's that's going to continue on for me. Um, all right, so that's it. So basically, I guess what we're going to do is take another quick break. Uh, come back talking about Brain Dead from 1990. Yes. And uh, so there you go. The two bills. Be right back. The two bills. The two bills, baby. Huffing camp. Every little floating thing. There is a limit, even to the imagination. Halsey was working on something big, cornerstone technology. Where our greatest creations meet our deepest fears. People are so anxious to change their faces. What about their personalities, their very souls? You are about to go beyond that limit. <laughs> the new you from Eunice. But even the greatest discoveries. You have a special brain, a very special brain. Have a price. You need those numbers. Your life. One in brain dead. You said anything about brain dead? Who the hell are you? What do you want? You could be the patient, and Halsey could be the doctor. Just give us those numbers, Halsey. Just burn out the core. He's in the hospital. A little shock therapy will help you relax. Help me. I'm not dead yet. Because you're not dead. Let them take you into surgery. Until you're brain dead. All right, everybody, we're back. We're going to be talking some Brain Dead from 1990. Now, before we get into this, okay, I'm just going to go ahead and, and say one thing. Okay. This is what we call a mind fuzz movie. Yeah, it's a it, mind fudger. It fudges with your mind. Yeah. Okay, people. Okay, you don't know what's going on. You don't know here and there. But I'll tell you what. This was the first movie when I finally realized that Bill Pullman 
and Bill Paxton were actually two different people. Really? No, not really. But the, uh, <laughs> it, you, you know, had it, me going with your face there for a minute. Uh, I was like, oh, really? No, no, no. But the, it's so it's funny how many people get those two mixed up, and it's all because their names are just so similar. <laughs> you got the two bills. You got two bills. You got double bill. Between the two of them, they have quite the horror. They do. They collection. Do, they do. You've got near dark. Yep. You've got. Uh, what's that movie that we did? With Serpent the, the Rainbow. Serpent and the Rainbow. Yep. You know, we can, I, can I mention one thing? Too? Frailty. Fra- oh, absolutely. Big Love. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah I've Three Wives. Ooh, ooh, that is horror. That is fucking horror. That is scary as shit right there. <laughs> Dude, Aliens? Come on. Aliens. Well, Al- yeah. You do realize... Game it, over, man. This is the second movie that we've done on the Corpse Cast where Bill Pullman has said something to the effect of, I'm not dead! I have that written in my notes. Second time in a movie where Bill Pullman has said, I'm not dead yet. Exactly. So there you go. Beautiful. You are sexy as shit. Well, it's funny because I saw that and I'm like, you know, that's happened before. I'm getting some deja, some some corpse cast deja vu right here with that one. Uh, That's hot, dude, that you saw that. That is hot. Of course it is. Um, Okay, so this came out in 1990, but I swear to you, dude, this looked like a mid to early 80s type of production. Totally. So it was great. I mean, okay. Um, Not to get too far ahead of myself. Uh, IMDb gave this a 5.8. It was directed by a guy named uh, Adam Simon, who really the only other thing that I've seen by this guy was Carnosaur. It was written, though, by a guy named Charles Beaumont. Now, have you heard the name Charles Beaumont before? Sounds familiar. Is was he in those movies where he said, uh, you know, die? You make me want to puke. No, I don't even know what you're talking about right there. Charles Bronte. Char- oh, Charles Bronson. Oh, Charles Bronson. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, the King. Oh, oh I see. Yeah, the this King. Is, this is Charles Beaumont. He wrote 22 episodes of The Twilight Zone. So I mean, this guy, Whoa. this guy, some got some great, uh, you know, got some great pedigree. He wrote a uh, Vincent Price movie called The Mask of the Red Death. A bunch of other weird stuff um, as well. But there's a couple of like weird little factoids about this guy that we need to talk about here. Okay. Um, he had some weird disease that made him look like really old. Like when he was 38, he died. I think he died when he was 38 or something like that. He 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 uh, he. Let's see. He wrote this in 67. Uh, wait, wait, no. He wrote this, but he died in 67. So, so basically, he was dead in, in 1967. This didn't come out till 1990. So he was, he was wow. going on for, but the thing is, he had this disease that made him look like he was in his 70s. I've I mean, seen that. He was only like 38 years old or something. So, I mean, he's. Someone will call in with the, with the, uh, what that is actually called, the yeah. medical term for it. But yeah, where they, they age really quick. It's called Jack's disease. Jax. Dude, tell me something. Do you think this guy went out and got a bunch of pornos for his uh, eight-year-old friends because he looked 30? Hell, yeah. He bought beer. Hey, I'm growing a beard. Exactly. Yeah, he. Yeah, because, I mean, you you look like you're 38 when you're 15. You walk in there, man. Nobody's going to, especially back in the day, nobody There was this guy in high school. Mm Mm-hmm. Full fucking beard and everything, <laughs> and looked haggard. Sure, and he was like in eleventh grade, and we were friends with him. The guy could walk in anywhere right. and buy beer like it was nothing. They uh-huh. had no idea or anything. And that's the guy you want. Well, and your Charles- heavy metal kids going, yeah, Charles Holman's like, that guy, man. Yeah, he probably bought a lot of beer for a lot of underage kids. Hell, God bless him. Yeah, abs- 
absolutely. Um, this movie starred Bill Pullman as uh, Dr. Rex Martin, Bill Paxton as uh, Jim Rest, and Nicholas Pryor as the man in the bloody white suit. And a doctor here, and everybody played a bunch of different roles in this because, you know, like I said, being a mind fuzz movie, everybody, we never knew exactly who everybody was and whatnot. And right. As, as we went through. Um, Bud Court played, uh, a guy named Dr. Halsey. Uh, Patricia. Okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to, 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 uh, wind up for this. Charbonneul. Char. Charbonne. She looked familiar. Dana Martin, yeah. She was, uh, she played, uh, Dana Martin, which was, uh, uh, Bill Pullman's wife in this. Uh, it also, um, starred, uh, George Kennedy as Vance and Brian Brophy as L. Ellis. Okay. So here, here's the thing. Here, here's what I'm going to do with this, with this movie and the plot and whatnot. I'm going to go over and I'm going to talk about the setup. Sure. But once the shit starts hitting the fan, it's like, there's no telling what's going on. Yeah. Cause this it's, is, it's a free for all. And absolutely. And they, they took great well advantage of that. It's like Ted Nugent on solid gold. It's a free for all. It's a free for all. And, and, and it, I, the ironically enough, everybody was wearing a, like a tail attached to their pants. Half naked just black like- girls dancing around <laughs> trying to pretend like they enjoy your music. <laughs> Well, you know what? They did a good job. They, they, you know, they, they, they made me think they did. So that's all that matters. All right. So, okay. It starts out regular enough. We got Bill Pullman as a genius doctor slash scientist. He's conducting research, uh, for a company named Eunice. Um, he seems like a decent guy. He's nerdy, down to earth. He cares about his work. Uh, basically what he's doing is working on studying the brain, actually. And it's great because the, you know, one of the first times we see him in his lab, there's a guy sitting there and he's got a brain hooked up to some electronic stuff. And right. he's like touching, he's, he's got like this little, uh, I don't know what do you call it, like a, just, just this little st- like metal stick that's hooked up to some electrodes or something like that. Right. And wherever he touches on the on the brain, they've got it hooked up to this face that's like in this metal oval and stuff like that. That face, that yeah. image of that face is like iconic from back from a yeah. long time. Yeah. Well, and that's what's on that, the VHS cover. Yeah. Because yeah. I mean, I remember that. Yeah. Going, oh man, yeah. So, so yep. it's a face. It's all nailed out on there, and he's touching the brain and making it wink, or making it wink, smile, doing all, you or, know, all sorts of great stuff. Unfortunately, we don't get to see much of that, but yeah. we do get a we do get a good shot of it in the beginning. Uh, the doctor's meticulous, he, and he's married to this gorgeous woman, like like we mentioned. Um, he's got a buddy that works at the same place named Jim Reston, who is Paxton. Bill Paxton uh, com- basically comes to him with a problem, but. Before we get into that, um, let me just explain what kind of a dude Reston is. He's he's like a very salesman-y type. Yeah. You know? He's got slick the sl- back slick hair. back hair, always looking dapper in his... Bill in his- Pullman, yeah. Bill Pullman's kind of disheveled suit. Yep. He's nerdy. Kind of scientist type. And he, this guy comes in class slick and clean. And- he's got a spray-on tan and yeah. all sorts of awesome stuff that, that schmoozers have, I, I guess is a good word for him, schmooze. Yeah. Um, anyways, he comes to him and he basically says, hey, listen, I got a problem. Um, the company needs for you to go on an expedition, Mr. Uh, what was his name? Dr. Rex Martin. Um, and, uh, I can't even remember, uh, what the, what, what, what he was actually going after. He's going after some information. He was going after Halsey. Right. Halsey had these specific, uh, numbers. 
Yeah, but we don't know what the numbers were or anything, do we? True. Well, but this whatever information that was inside right. of his skull, they needed that information. And that, yeah, I was going to say, that's the expedition that they needed Bill Pullman to go on, to go deep into Halsey's mind and say, listen, we need you to dig out these numbers. We need to know what these are. Or yep, go ahead. we need you to be brain dead. We need him dead. We need, we need his brains erased. Clean slate. Yeah. What do and, they call that, the... Tabula Rasa. Tabula Rasa. Do you want to know how I know that? Is because there was a Buffy the Vampire Slayer episode called Tabula Rasa where Willow like screws up and then she makes everybody forget who they are on accident because one of her witches. Tabula Rasa was like something in the reggae too. Like no, yeah, was that? I think there was like a band around here or something that was called Tabula Rasa. Well, it means clean slate. That's what it means. By the way, one of my favorite Buffy episodes of all time, especially I think it was in one of the one of the lesser. Seasons too. I think it was in season six for all those Buffyites out there. And season wow. six and season seven weren't my favorite, but still, okay, that was a good episode there. Also, okay. also, uh, one of my favorite episodes was Once More with Feeling. You know what I'm talking about? Okay. You, yeah. have, you have no clue. No. You have no you, clue. You were just talking like, ding, bong, dang, dang, bong, eh, dang, dang, dang. <laughs> you know what's funny? Okay. And let's go on a tangent Buffy, for a minute. Buffy, I don't know anything about it. So I don't know about. Cleveland and his his new family and whatever and he's living out there in 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 right. prostate the town show, or sure, whatever I don't province. know. <laughs> okay, well listen. Okay, let me right. let me let me explain to people about Buffy because there's a lot of people who are back and forth on Buffy. You know, it's only for like girls and and uh, you know big girls, whatever. But the thing is, I love Buffy, and let me tell you why. Because Buffy came out in like early, I can't remember, like 97 or something like that. And this was something that me and my wife shared, okay? okay. I have all seasons on DVD, and you can kiss my freaking salty balls. Because it's hot as shit in so, here. I, I could see it in your eyes. You're yeah. kind of, you, you've got a conviction going I on. Do. I do. You know, I actually want people who don't like Buffy to kiss my I've never seen salty it, so balls. I'm not going to, you know, say mm-hmm. my opinion either way. Because I've right. never seen it. But you are, you're... You're getting fired. Do me a favor. If you watch it, don't tell me because if you watch it and you don't like it, you'll have to kiss my giant salty balls. I okay. like the movie. I thought she was hot and she had sweet titties. Dude, you're talking about... Is that Sarah Mc... No, that was, uh, that was the girl in Karate Kid, man. No, 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 no. That wasn't her. Oh, no, dude. What was that girl's name? She's hot as shit. Yeah. Oh, the only movie I can think that she's in was Big Daddy. She, I can't remember. She started. Is that a porno? I hope it's a porno. No, it's, Say it's it a porno. was with Adam Sandler oh. and the kids from uh, The Sweet Life on Deck. Uh, yeah, well, I, I digress. You're lost. I digress. Kiss okay. my salty balls, people. Okay, we're back here. So we got these two guys. We got, uh, of course, the doctor is like, you know, I took the Hippocratic Oath. I don't know if I can do this. Blah blah blah. And the salesman's like, hey, go out there, talk to him a bit, see what you say, okay? Well, the guy, well, so Bill Pullman goes out to the, uh, to the institution. Uh, you know, stop right here. Okay. All right. I had a Dave Mustaine sighting. I did too, dude. Okay. Yes. Uh, Dave yes. Mustaine was, was one of the psychos. That I was... dare say something. I'm okay. going to go on record dare. right now is Dave Mustaine had a pretty awesome redheaded mullet. Yeah. Back in the day. This guy though, not only did he have a, like a shitty, Awesome long mullet, but he had like a fro on top, yeah. dude. This guy, I was, I, I, in fact, I have it in my notes. There was a giant ginger fro siding. Oh yeah, and I loved it. I, I was like, it, that's dude. Dave Mustaine. And then I wondered, why didn't you use Dave more in what? the movie? <laughs> I would like to see two him walk parts. around. I know. I'll tell you I, what, but when he was on, when he was on screen, he commanded he, your attention. He did. That's I'll, I'll no t- you, you saw him. You, you saw him walking. Like oh. 
I bet he says, hello, me, it's me again in my misfit. And that's exactly yeah. what I thought when I saw him sitting there. I was like, hello, me, meet the real me. Exactly. Oh, dude. Okay. Well, listen, we're on the same page so far here. But so we got Bill Pullman going out to talk to, to, to Halsey. And Halsey's just this little dude. He's like this completely weird, nerdy kind of guy. And he is batshit crazy. Have you, you ever know? seen him in a movie before? Because he looks yeah, familiar. His, his, he is, his name's Bud Court, and he's in a lot of stuff. And he has one of those faces that you recognize. Yeah. But you can never, for me, I can never think of what else he's in. Exactly. And yeah, I can't, yeah. I can't, even right now, I, I, I didn't, I didn't bother writing it down or anything like that, but whatever. Anyway, well, okay, so push comes to shove. Bill, Bill Pullman decides, you know what, we're going to do this thing. You know, this is going to be interesting for the, you know, for the greater good, for science, right? right. For science. Yeah. For hell's sakes, we got to get some scientific shit going on here, and this is going to help. So he goes in, and it's great, because he basically goes in, and he, he takes him to this operating room. Well, do, do me a favor. Why don't you describe the operating room for us real quick? Uh, the operating room is like a completely white room. Yeah. With absolutely nothing in it. Except for? A, ch- a dentist chair. Yes. And, uh, the guy in the gear. But it's funny because there's a, there's like a two way mirror. I know. What's on up there. With that? Where on the other side, there's like all of Eunice's, uh, like board of directors exactly. or something like that. Yeah, exactly. And they're all looking at him and they can talk to him back and forth. Right. And during the whole thing that's going on, Basically, um, you know, these guys are saying, do you remember this? Do you remember that? And, you know, he's like, oh, he's just going crazy. This He's kind of having these flashback memories of, like, weird tea parties with yep. two old twins going, <laughs> don't you remember that? Yep. We need the numbers. And Indeed. Going, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> exactly. One problem that I do have oh, is, well, okay, I, I'm going to hold off. No, no, no. Gonna, no, no gonna, come no. on. No time like the present. I, I think that Halsey's lobotomy yeah. looked really good okay. that's all i'm going to say for uh, right now uh, okay 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 keep that in your mind right people because apparently that's going to come up a little bit later but you know yeah it was just this white room in the middle of, you know they they, they so, somehow have a surgical room that's pure white behind the you know double glass there, yeah corporate you know they're sitting there going so, so you have a board meeting going on while they're watching this guy dick with his other guy's brain and they hit halsey's brain like at the top is it it's kind of like what was that hannibal you know when uh, he made that guy eat his own brains yeah, ray liotta yeah he made ray liotta eat his own brains that's yeah. basically what it was except for in this room yeah well apparently they could not they couldn't figure out what the numbers were so yeah. guess what tabula rasa all right wipe it clean Anyway, so they, you know, it's a success, blah, blah, blah. Everybody's happy. Oh, oh, you know, oh my gosh, I forgot to mention one thing. I should kick myself for not mentioning this. Um, in Bill Pullman's, uh, laboratory, he's got these, like, like, what do you call those? Like, oh, like workman shelves, you know, like, yeah. like industrial shelving full of like hundreds of brains. There in was their jug. shit tons of jars of brains being smashed in this movie. Wait, okay, okay. But but the first time I saw the brains, right? The first time I right. saw them, and you have one of those ladders that slides and all that stuff. Like a library shelf. Full exactly. Of books, exactly. But it's all full of jars of brains. And I thought to myself, if we watch this movie and those brains don't come crashing down, I'm going to want my money back because I want to see all these brains come out and slop all over the place. I don't want to spoil anything, right. but I was a very happy man. Let's just yeah. say it that way. But I mean, even before that, 
Yeah, yeah. There was a lot of, I'm just walking down the road, yep. carrying a goddamn brain well, in a jar with water, and then, hey, there's a car in the middle of the, ah! Well, dude, that, and that's jar. what happens next, though. I mean, that's, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. That's what happens next. Bill Pullman's like, oh, I'm so happy with myself because we figured out this shit and whatever. He decides to take some work home with him, meaning he grabbed a brain in a jar. He starts walking out, and then this bum comes out. Did you recognize the bum? I, dude, he looked and sounded familiar, the, but I did the not. The only thing I can, uh, I can think of him from is I want to say Booger from Nerds. No, but, it's not him, but oh. it, that he looks a lot like him. He was, he was one of the, uh, the Schwass, uh, not the Schwassbucklers, the Pirates on the Schwassbucklers. The, the Pirates on, the, uh, yes, on the oh, Pirates of the Caribbean, yes. Yeah, he was the guy that was with the guy that could pull his pop his yes, eye out. Absolutely. Oh, shit, I, that's I was him. like, man, I know that guy. <laughs> So yeah, that guy. And so they, in other words, that's the only two acting jobs he's ever had in his life. No, and in fact, that's another guy where you see his face and you're like, I recognize that some bitch. But and even, even he I, had like I a went to his IMDb. Oh, he had a terrible. Like, but I was like, oh, dude, son of a bitch. I went to his IMDb page and he's got like lists and lists of stuff that he's been. In. I can't even remember his lists name. and lists of stuff that you've never remembered no, him in. that I've seen that I've seen. But he was just, uh, he, you know, he's one of those guys that you've seen his face, but you don't yeah. know where he's from. Anyhow, anyhow. What's his name? Do you know his name? Oh, or? shoot. I don't know his name. Let's I, call I, him I, I Robin G. Robinson. Maybe, okay, Robin G. Robinson. Okay. He played a good bum. <laughs> you know what's funny? Is there's a guy named Andrew Robinson. It was right. in a movie that I watched just the other day. I don't know if you've heard it. It's called Hellraiser. Uh, I've heard of that. He, I he, think it's, he was the dad in that. Is that Andrew about the two chicks with the cup? Oh yeah, it's yeah. You look, you, they they start eating each other's shit, and uh, you see hell and no, and that. chains rip your balls off or some shit. I don't, I don't, know. I, don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But no, that's another guy. I was just I was just talking about that. That guy's been in a ton of shit, but the only thing I can think of him as uh, is uh, freaking Hellraiser. Yeah, but whatever. All right, up yours for not son of a bitch. Dude. I'm horrible with this shit. All right, you're the information guy. I, I know, and I, you know, I didn't do. I apparently my notes were not as as uh, thorough as they You're should. You're doing fine, son. All right, You're doing you. fine. All right. You know, I'll push on since you gave me that encouragement. Thank you. Anyhow, so like we're saying, Bill Pullman takes off and he's taking his work home. He's got a brain in a jar and this bum comes up to him, the, you know, the guy from Pirates of the Caribbean and he's like, you got my brain. You know, they start wrestling over it. The, the brain goes splattering all over the pavement and Bill Pullman gets hit by a freaking car. Right. He wakes up and he's in a hospital bed, supposedly recovering from this thing. But guess what? Our minds are about to be blown, and they're yeah. about to get fuzzed up because the rest of this movie we're trying to think. Okay, I wrote down a list of uh, I I wrote down a list of questions. Okay. Okay. Who is Bill Pullman really? Okay. Now these are these are rhetorical. True. These are rhetorical. Okay. True. This is kind of what we explore. Uh, who is Halsey? Okay. Who is the guy in the white overcoat covered in blood and dressed like a whore in a white overcoat? Oh, I like that. Did you like, like that? that. One? Did you see, like that. see what I did there? I like okay. that. Let me just say a quick thing about that Conklin or okay. whoever he is. Who at? We don't yeah, know. We don't know. We don't really In know. the white, he looked to me like a guy that was totally lazy and phoning it in that works at a haunted house. Oh, yeah, yeah. You put yeah. on a white overcoat, you put some blood on you, you're like, ah. Yeah, yeah. The, the, ah. Or he, he showed up late to, like, the, the makeup. He goes down to the Castle of Chaos, yeah. and they're like, shit, we got to go live in 15 uh, minutes. Why don't you put this overcoat on? We'll splash some blood to, on you. Uh, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> 
Well, and it turns out this guy is in, you know, a few different roles, and we don't know what the shit's going on. I mean, we don't know who's married to who. We don't know what's who, going on. Exactly. And that's basically the movie. It's great because it turns out that, you know, we get really, cons- well, we get confused about who Halsey is really. Is Bill Pullman really Halsey or is this other guy Halsey? And it just leads to a lot of, like, like weird Honestly, shit. I don't, th- I think as they were filming it, they didn't even think. <laughs> About where they were going with it. You know, and I don't even think there was like a, hey, a deep message. It was just like, no, it's just like, let's just keep going with keep, this. Let's and, keep screwing with the, with the audience here. Let's just do yeah, this thing. Cause man. as it went on, it was just like over and over. It's like, <laughs> what, 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 you know, you know <laughs> and like, it kept happening. But and it's funny cause, but this happened on more than one occasion. I'm like, Oh, you know what I bet's going on? This. You know, I bet that, that Bill Pullman is actually Halsey and he thought I, he dreamed of, oh wait, they just disproved it. That. Was, yeah, it was over and those, over all these things. This is one of those movies that may piss off some people because you're going, Oh, I think, I think I've got it, but there's never really any clear <clears throat> ta-da you know, out of it. My favorite part, I loved it when Halsey was coming up to the bed. Too. Oh, that was those my, are favorite my favorite part. Parts. I was laughing my ass off. It was like, ah! It was like, uh, they're talking. I like that guy. I like Halsey. I like that guy. (laughs) You know, here's my, here's my take on the movie. If you want kind of a linear, here's you go, here's the story. There you go. I don't know if you're going to like it very much, but what I did, thankfully, this is kind of how it turned out to me. You, I went through it. You know, I went through the first part, which is pretty, pretty linear. And when all hell started breaking loose, I just kind of enjoyed the craziness and it, it right. got pretty wild. And then it even came up to what you're saying is, I mean, there's Pullman laying in his, laying in his bed and we got Halsey come up creeping up. And the first time he comes up, it may have been fake. It may not have been fake. He comes yeah, up he, again later. Everybody's hiding in closets, which are actually really like portals to different dimensions and all sorts of weird shit the, like that. The entire movie by, uh, by the halfway point, you're right. going, I don't know what the hell's going on. Absolutely. Dude. It's still entertaining. And you but give it's up. Like, you give up trying to go, oh, okay, I think this is what's happening because you, then there's never no clear cut solution to the, the end of the movie. What? But I really liked Halsey. I thought he was kind of the best little bit of the movie. Totally agree. I love And when he was guy. setting those pencils up, yeah, okay, I was yeah, like, yeah. oh, this son of a bitch is going to slam his head into him or something. <laughs> you know, when it, when he was doing the pencil? Yeah, thing, absolutely. Like, like, the, oh. like the half of pencils. Yeah. Yep. And they give half pencils, razor sharp half pencils to, to the, crazies to the nut house abs- people. Well, listen, anyway. I bet you Dave Mustaine had a couple and he was, he was doing something. And what about that other guy that was on the other side of Dave Mustaine? I don't remember. The long guy, long haired guy, he had his legs all curled up on the chair <laughs> and he was looking at Dave Mustaine. Can I, uh, I don't, like, I don't really. We got half a Megadeth sitting was here. Was that in the Dave Ellison? <laughs> yeah, it was <laughs> Dave Ellison. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm going with that. Can it I, Dave Ellison. Can I tell you something, dude? I have to confess something. All right. There was a lady in this movie. Okay. Uh-huh. That was in the crazy house. She was in the nut house and she was like doing some weird shit, like just dancing around oh, and yeah. doing something like that. I thought to myself, you know what? I bet you if I was, I totally, okay, know that, that's all going, I want to say. That's all I, I don't, I don't want to go any further. I don't want anybody to be creeped out by what I was about. I, to say. I, I, you don't even have to, and I will not even elaborate. I will say, I totally agree with you on that. And I want to know what's up with the, Hey, the cigarette carts coming around, everybody. We got yeah. popcorn. We got <laughs> coke. We got cigarettes. Who hey. knows if that was even real? We don't even know. We don't exactly, know. But dude. I'm just thinking, wow, really? 
Yeah. I wouldn't mind a nut house where you can go. I just want to hey, go. I'll buy a pack of cigs and a <laughs> Coke or whatever. You know? <laughs> they bring it to you, man. It, yeah. It's like, it's like you're watching a ball game. Halsey and they just goes, bring hey, it yeah, let me borrow your wallet because my money isn't very good. Yeah, it's like Monopoly yeah. made up It's money. like homemade money you made. <laughs> no, I need your whole wallet. <laughs> For, yeah. And you know what? That, and that just gave us enough doubt because it's like, oh, did he really give it or did Pullman pull out that? It's like, exactly. what? what just happened? And there's no real explanation. And there never really is. There's one scene though. It's great. Pullman wakes up later. Right. You know, he's got this bandage around his head that, that added yeah. like four inches, you know, and he's got this wild, totally not real looking at all. You're like, <laughs> no. why does his head look so big and weird? <laughs> yeah. And he, you know, basically he just goes and he turns a, you know, he takes the, he had a wig on, he takes the wig off, he takes the bandages off and you get to see his brain and it's great. It's great stuff. Listen, this movie isn't the most, isn't the most, uh, gory movie. You know, it's, you know, it, it kind of straddles that line between horror and psychological, you know, type of and thriller what, type stuff, which yeah, is fine. Yeah. You know, they kind of tag it as that on Netflix is the horror sci-fi, yeah, psychological know. thriller. I would think that 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 thriller, not even psychological thriller, just, just a thriller. <laughs> they should put it as that, like, hey, we we, you know, we come on, listen, man. you cannot, you, you we're gonna throw in horror because we don't know what else it's gonna yeah. what, what what to yeah. classify this thing as. But all in all, man, I mean, I had fun watching it. Like you said, Halsey was the freaking man in this. He was so funny. When that door opens up and he, and Bill Pullman's hanging off the edge, uh-huh. I thought Beetlejuice. Yeah, Just he's that. gonna go in the sandworms and stuff, like a different dimension. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm just I'm giving this less points for uh-huh. the dream and a dream and a dream or possibly reality you or have possibly no idea. not. Yeah. The sex scene. No tittage. Hap, no, no, you no got, you got a side boob. You got a, a side boob. A little side boob. You got a side not boob. Worthy of and if you squinted, you saw a little nipply. No. Yes, you did. I paused And it, it was that fast, and it was it, it loses points for that because there was the perfect opportunity right. to go, look, Bill Paxton is going to bang this chick. Right. And there was nothing. <laughs> but I will give them one point back for oily body because it looked pretty good with yeah. the scenery, with, with the, the oil. candles. And the, but lose, yeah. total lo- loses points because there was a perfect opportunity for her to and she was make her goddamn money for being in the movie. Absolutely. She, maybe this she is where you shine, there. baby. Yeah. Your acting skills are not that great, <laughs> but your body is all right. And then what? No. You know, it's it's hard to classify... Like, well, it's hard to really, I guess not classify, but quantify what's great about this movie, except, cause you I mean, you can't say, oh, there was great nudity, there was a great story, there's whatever, because it's like the whole time I'm just like, what the yeah, shit it's is a going brain on? Fart. It's, 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 yeah. it's trying to get three kids ready for school. And uh, thinking about what you got to do at work. Absolutely. At the same time. And, yeah. and your, your, your brain is just going every direction. If it weren't so much fun, once it got going crazy, right. you know, if it weren't so much fun in that, I think that I would not have liked this uh, as much. But you had all the hijinks with Halsey and Pullman and all this weird right. stuff going on. I mean, it still wasn't probably one of my favorite movies that we've talked about on the show. Okay, but the it, corporate company was called Eunice. Eunice, uh huh. And their logo was the swooping, the figure the infinity. Eight. Infinity was the right. infinity. The sorry. infinity. Do you notice Bill Pullman always yep. having to deal with the eight on his door? His, yeah, his room was number eight, and it was always in the infinity sign. And then he had to fix it and go. And, you know, part of me says, I wonder what significance that had in the movie. And well, I didn't. I was just like, oh. It's and I'm same. just saying, but I'm thinking to myself, 
There's no significance. Yeah. This is just My a, brain was just going, it's same shapey. <laughs> it's same shapey as that. Yeah, dude. Shapey Eunice, shapey store. <laughs> door eight. Uh, eight door. I ended up really liking this. I mean, I would, but uh, it's hard for me to really say that I would buy this one. I would, yeah. I give it a high rent. It's on Netflix, man. I mean, it's, it's streaming. In fact, that's, we had to cut, we had a short week this week, so we had to hurry and get on something. So, you know, I'm like, okay, well, what, what movies did we, that were already on the list do we have? Brain Dead is here. It's, it's on Netflix streaming. Yeah. Hey, Shane, let's watch this one for this week because we don't have as much time to, to prepare or whatever. Right, right. So we threw this on. I enjoyed it, but I didn't love it, you know? I'm with you, babe. I gotta say, I've got to say it's a rent. It's a okay. Netflix rent, and mm-hmm. don't go out of your way. But it's, you know? it was it was it's, it's, hard, it's hard for me to say because it was fun. It was good to see Pullman and Paxton in the same place. You know, I'd like to see things wrap up a little bit. I, I I agree with you, but then again, I'm the type of guy who like um, who really likes to. Okay, I'm gonna bring some. Okay, we're uh, we're we're done with the review. Okay, okay, we're done with the review. Netflix, Netflix. Okay, great. Now wait before you say anything. Okay. Before now, now think about everything you're about to say. I already right? thought about it. Okay. Okay. You've got your opinion ready to go. I do. You're, you're going to give your speech. I do. Now, now, all I'm going to say to anyone listening is, this is the guy that was watching slaughter vomit dolls and pounding <laughs> an egg salad sandwich last episode. Now. Go ahead and give right. your opinion. You know what? Right now, I'm having a hard time in my brain because this is actually a pretty solid question of the episode. So I'm wondering if we should do a double question or if we should table the last one or if we should save what I'm about to say. But I'm not going no, to say what No, say what you're going to say. I just set you up to say what you had to say about things. So say it. All right. Now, okay, so so here's the thing, and if you wanna if you wanna call in two zero six three three nine two seven three zero, if you wanna call in and, and discuss this too, because I'm I'm really interested in this. Okay. Okay. Here here's the thing. Um. Now you you just mentioned it would have been nice to get a wrap up to know what's going on. Okay? Right. Right. Um. Now part of me says, well, you know what, art always can't be defined. You right. need to, you know, people need to express themselves and it means something to them. And if you enjoy it, great. If you don't get it, great. Because True. sometimes art is not for other people. Right. Okay. It's for, it's for the artist. Now, um, my, my question to you is this. Um, I watched, I, you know, I, I watched zombie movies. I, you know, I watched quite a few. Okay. okay. And this happens in a lot of other kind of horror movies too, but zombie movies I think are the easiest thing to kind of bring up. Uh, okay. Let, let's take a specific example. Okay. Okay. The Walking Dead. You're a big fan. Love it. Every bit of it. I'm not a big fan of that, but sure. I'm not a big fan of that. Not because of what I'm about to bring up. I'm a big fan of it because I hate the stupid assholes who are acting in it, but whatever. Sure. Okay. So here we go. Now, a lot of zombie movies kind of start when the zombie happening is already going on right you know there are zombies walking the earth right and we don't know why and the movie's not about why the movie is about a group of people you know surviving and that's what the walking dead's all about we don't know we don't know what's going on all we know is is uh you know you know whatever but then on the other hand you have 28 days later right where it's like same type of deal but we know why these guys are doing this because the rage virus, you know, uh, some evil scientists were doing experiments and then some, uh, jackass, uh, environment or, or what would he call those? Like, uh, animal rights people. And I'm not, I'm not making any statements on the, sure, whatever, sure, blah, sure, blah, blah, sure, blah, blah, sure, sure. But we know what, what's going on and why. Right. I, in, 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 let, let's talk about this and I'm throwing this out. 
I prefer that, okay. that a writer tells me what's going on because to me, I get it. The people are great. The relationships are great. But what really gets me in a horror movie right. is the, um, is the story. What went on? What, how did it happen? And, and what, and how, and is there a way to fix it? Whatever. And a lot of people will sit there and say, you know what? It's scarier that we don't know what's going on because, you know, and that's a completely right. valid sure. thing. And I'm, and I'm not poo-pooing that at all. Okay. All I'm saying is, is to me, I love a writer like who will, um, have everything, you know, who, who will wow me with his story. Now, yeah, I have, uh, now, it takes a lot of talent now, to it, go. I mean, without being bland and boring, and I hate to cut you off, no but problem. bland and boring, you know, when you can come up with the storyline that is awesome and unique that goes, here's exactly how this happened. Well, and, and, okay. That's and, cool. and let me, and let me, let me bring up one exception. It, there's a lot of exceptions. There's a lot of zombie movies that I watch. George Romero's trilogy, for one, because we sure. don't really. I mean, we have the, you know, when the when the when hell is full, the dead will walk the earth. When there's right. no room in hell, blah blah blah. But we don't know. That's just that's just uh, that guy's, you know, what his grandpa used to tell him or, or whatever. Right. Um, there are lots of exceptions. I love those movies. I do, you know, in you know, in uh, I just want to mention too that Rob Best. I mean, he, you know, we he's a writer. Love he, it. And he's got Memorial. a trilogy. He's, yeah. he's got Ashton Mo- or, or sorry, Lakewood Memorial and Ashton Memorial. It's already right. out, and I've read both books, and they're fantastic. Okay. The only thing is, you know, and, and I've even said this to him. I'm like, that's great. And he's actually working on World Memorial, you know, which, right. which will come out later this year. Yeah. I, I think, I don't know. I don't know where he is exactly on that, but, um, I, I know that he likes balls and stuff like that because that's most of what I know about balls, about Rob. But, um, basically, you know, his, his books like that too. And I really enjoy him. Right. I, and I'm not trying to criticize that, but sure. When somebody, when somebody can say, Listen, this is all this stuff going on, and you don't want, you want to know what's awesome is this is why. And here's the mythology of what caused all this stuff. Sure. And it's unique, and it's whatever. That really takes a decent horror movie and ramps it up. In fact, I can, I can sit here, for instance, um, like there's a lot of vampire mythology. Can I just say you have vigor and and sure and spirit in your eyes? Sure. Okay. I feel like I want to go. And, and I can keep going. Let me let me give you an example go. of the opposite. Okay. Okay. There's a movie called Dracula 2000. It stars. Uh, you love it. Oh, I can't remember the guy's name, but he was the We Are Sparta. Oh yeah, you know, that guy. You know, he, he's a, I can't remember his name. He's Scottish or some shit. And, you know, he's great. I love him as an actor, whatever. But the thing is, is that was a pretty average vampire movie set in New Orleans which is really cool and you know pretty average I think you know right. I mean it was cool because you had Van Helsing and you know you had how he's keeping himself alive there's a lot of cool things but the ending to that movie how it explained how vampires were created and how right. what it was like wow this just moved this up from a regular run of the mill vampire movie to they they did their homework they did a right. lot of stuff now you're the talking about awesome. you're talking about Dracula 2000 at the ending of the movie so what's not to say that the walking dead come season point. 4 wraps this shit up and you're I, like I'm not holy shit. like I said like I said it's not that I don't like the walking dead necessarily for that I don't really there's too much human drama or uh, soap opera bullshit true for me. true but true if it does that and there's something that completely redeems But I'm itself, talking about anything like even absolutely. It, it's like it, like if you're reading a zombie book and you're going well they're not telling me what's going on right now right 
at the very end of the third book or whatever, where it goes, you see, this is how it all started. I, you go, and, and if, it is a wrap up that makes you go. And if I have the get moment, the fuck exactly. If here. I have that moment where it's like, what just happened? Yeah, that kind of moment of what in the sometimes shit? it's the setup. And you and, and the thing is, it's funny because I tell a lot of people about how I like Dracula 2000. They're like, yeah, it was all right. It was kind of cheesy, and it was. It was silly. It was you know sure. a lot of it was oh this is we're trying to be so hip, we're trying to be so cool, whatever. It's not great. Uh, but the ending to that really struck a chord with me, and I'm like, exactly. unbelievable. It's like anything where I mean, and with a good book, that's what really wraps you up. Absolutely, is the very ending. They, I, you, uh, they've got to send you going, holy shit. Yep. You know? uh, no, do you, and, and sometimes and, that takes a trilogy or a drillogy or a zillogy or no, whatever. And you're, but you're absolutely right. I would much rather like go through a book and go, what the hell is have happening? Have it all wrapped up at the okay. And then have somebody go, oh, no. Oh, dude. Oh, I, love, I love the movies where you're like, like for instance, uh, uh, another good example of this is, uh, what was that one with the kid I see dead people, you know? It's like, yeah, you're watching dude, and you're like, there's oh, a great this, is, example. Ooh, this is pretty good. But Sixth sense. Like, what the shit? <laughs> you know? Bruce Willis. It's a twist. You know? Yeah. Just like in the, the, uh, the end of, uh, The Walking Dead, uh, season two, where they went, oh, it's all airborne. Or maybe it was, right. the, I, it was a season ender where it's I like, don't know. it's in the air. Everybody's got it. Uh-huh. Everybody. So got basically, the if you die, then you're if you coming die, back, right? you're coming back. Yeah, it's it's you know, and it, listen that that is that that is a cool plot point, you know. Yeah. But I want to know what happened. And, and the thing is, is people will argue, and it, like I said, it's a valid argument. Not knowing the unknown, not knowing what's going on, not knowing how to combat it, not knowing anything that's going on. That's what the, the bleakness of that gives oh, yeah. scares me. I get it. Yeah. And you know, and I, I am not going to say that, that you're, that, that you're wrong. I'm not going to say anything like that's that. That's been that way since, you know, everyone was a little kid. Seventies, eighties, fifties, whatever. Right. What if, what if the big bomb happens? Absolutely. What if Q, the Cuban missile crisis? What, what if, what if, what if, what sure. if, you know, the, that, but that's what keeps, that's what keeps things exciting. All I'm, all I'm saying what is, if? is when I'm reading a story, and the, the, the author or I'm watching a movie and the director or the writer or whatever has said, listen, all this shit's going on. And then they can tell me what, like the background, the mythology of it yeah. and just blow me away like that. That's my favorite type of thing yeah. right there. So I don't know if you want to add that to your, to, to the, the question of the episode because That's I, awesome, I promise you, got, you got good. Well, I'm just saying a lot of people will probably call in and say, listen, I love zombie movies because you don't know what's going on. You don't know, you know, if there's an end. You don't know, right. you know, how, what, what the real cause or, or what the, you know, how bad it really is and all that stuff. The unknown is what's scared. And I'll tell you what, uh, you know, I would say HP Lovecraft made a freaking career on scaring us with the unknown, you know? Oh, <laughs> so man, like, HP Lovecraft and, and let's just not think about our goddamn oceans. Oh, dude. You know, when you're floating your oh, legs yeah, in dude. the middle of the ocean, oh, yeah. the unknown is what scares you. I'll tell you what, Am though. I going to be fine, or is something right up my ass to chew my legs Absolutely. off? Absolutely. I will say one thing about H.P. Lovecraft, and not just him, but those people who have taken the Lovecraftian mythos and stuff right. like that. sure. They've got some badass mythology in there. Oh, yeah. So it's, I mean, it's unbelievable. It's scary as shit, and you can still know what's going on. But, um, like, like, for instance, my, I know I keep going off here, but I'm going to go off on one more thing. Uh, you know, we talk about a, a movie called, uh, have you ever seen a movie called Call of the Cthulhu? 
I have not. Basically, and it, you know, it's a story by by H.P. Lovecraft. Sure. Basically, they use kind of both. They say, okay, well, here's here's Cthulhu. You know, here's kind of his mythology. However, right. once you start reading and once you start understanding, Cthulhu will talk to you in your dreams or he'll communicate with you in your dreams and you right. do, and you your brain cannot handle it the human brain just does not have the capacity to deal with it so the only thing you can do is go completely mad and now that's right. that's that that's kind of taking the fear of the unknown and working with a great mythology and, and I've, blows I've, read, me away. I've read quite a bit of hp lovecraft stuff. i have a hard time reading them because and he's, he's, i i, I love his short stories and, and i Absolutely. love i love all of it and cthulhu i'm down for that yeah and that was like his, this is my thing. Absolutely. You know, this is my character. I've never seen that though. I'd, I'd love it, to watch it. Basically, that. it's not that it's, it, it was made in the 2000s. It's kind of a, it's kind of a throwback to a, they, but I like they make that it look like a silent movie and stuff. You know what? I just, it comes into your mind. It gets into your, but, but that gives you the both. That gives you the fear of the unknown alongside of all this great mythology. Yeah. Mountain and of madness. Oh, dude. I'm just okay. I'm, yeah, I'll stop there. But all, yeah. I, all I'm saying is, is that's great stuff. I don't know. So, am I wrong? I mean, people. I don't think anyone's wrong. Well, I, I, and no I really, right I wrong. really don't either. I think it's just my personal preference. I like to know. You know, I I love it. Even with like vampires, like uh, John Carpenter's vampires, and it was actually I think it was something Stakely wrote vampire the book vampires with the dollar sign at the end, right. where basically, and I didn't finish the book. I I don't know why I didn't. But uh, in, at least in the movie, you got all this badass vampire killing going on at the end you you learned about what the what the where this this big vampire came. i love that stuff man it, it's yeah, just dude, I, 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 I don't think there's a win or lose in that question i don't either let's whether talk you, about whether, it whether you get it whether you get it up front and it's like it's set i mean because i enjoy that too i uh-huh. like to go oh here's what's happening right i got you right and then i don't mind the stories where it's like Boom! It gives you the ending, and you go, "Whoa! Oh, I can't yeah. believe." Yeah. There's no win or lose on that. No, I agree. I, like I said, I think it's personal preference. Uh, call in, let us know uh, what you think, and give me some example or give us some examples of uh, uh, good illustrations of your point. You know what kind of stuff you like, and oh, now listen. Like I said, man, I still love uh, the zombie movies. I love them, even even if you don't know yeah. what's going. On. I, lo- I they're great movies. I am a I I love The Walking Dead to the point mm-hmm. where. You know, I'm going to pick up the entire 100 episodes on the comic book. Oh, I, I have graphic them. Novel. I should and, I should bring them over and let you borrow them. Dude, I'm going to buy them all. Oh, okay. Never and I'm going to, you know, the comic slowly book, go The comic them. book, just to warn you, the comic book, that what I've read, the the people in that are way less annoying than they are in the TV show. Well, I'm, <laughs> and that goes without saying. Sure. I mean, it's like, especially when you can put faces and go, oh, that guy was in... God damn mess. Right. It was right, in the right. mess or whatever. You know, <laughs> right, sometimes you just connect to those faces. Sure. It's like, I can't, but sure. I'm totally involved in The Walking Dead. I'm a, I, to the point of, I'm going to buy them all and I'm just going to, I can't do this nine episode horse shit. Right, right, right. That's right. ridiculous. Three here, three there, bullshit. Right. I love the TV show. I'll watch every episode. I love it, but I got to go through and just enjoy the entire collection and go, Let's see what they do. Right. Because a lot of people go, they're right on the money with it. Well, right well money. And, and it's funny because you'll notice a lot of things that are different. And I mean, it's funny because you know that some things are different because people had, um, you know, uh, just artistic differences, stuff like that, blah, 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 blah. But it's funny. It's, it's right. whatever. It's great. There you go. I guess that's the discussion for the episode. Yeah, we're, we're just going to 
talk all night. Yeah, huh? yeah apparently, huh? We Whatever. just got to turn these damn mics off and keep talking we, and rocking. We, we got to turn the mics off, turn the lights down low, turn on some... Talking. Uh, um, with a dream warriors. Don't want a dream. Okay, sorry. All right, we'll let you guys go. So, yeah, call, call us in. Listen, if you want to just give us feedback, great. If you want to go ahead and call in the question of the episode, which was what, uh, one, one guy's, uh, one person's, uh, 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 library of one author's library of books yeah. for the zombie apocalypse. And if you have anything to say about that, great. Um, if not, whatever. Call Whether in. to be or not to be. 206-339-2730. That again is? Hold on. 206-339-2730. Ooh. Or call us up on the speak pipe on uh, corpsecollective.com. That sounded awesome. All right, so we will let you guys go. We'll catch you guys later. See ya. Twitters and Twitters and Taints. That's the Twitter bell rock. <laughs>